This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusica.com. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two Line Music Hut's Entertainment Report podcast. And tonight, we have a real special guest in the building. I'm talking about the River Nile Crocodile. You know we have in the building tonight. We have Dynamic in the building today. What's going on, my brother? Yo, what's good? What's good? What's good, man? I'm here. I'm here. Thank you for coming on the show tonight. Definitely. Love your shows, man. Always watching everything that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so very much. You know what I mean? I linked you. I said, you know what? Let's get together. I see you do a lot of work online, especially since we're in the pandemic. So I said, we have to get together. Yeah, man. Definitely. You know what I mean? All right. I just seen you get off a crazy like four or five hour live with Polyfamous from Canada. All right? Yeah. yeah. He's on one a day song right now. Mm-hmm. Right now, what's your honest opinion and your honest thoughts on the Canadian soundcast scene, the sounds and the scene itself? I think locally in Canada, mm-hmm. it's definitely a very booming scene, meaning okay. there's a lot of sounds and got their rivalries. Mm-hmm. But internationally, I don't think, even with respect to, to, to the world-class titles they have, Okay. I, I think people want to see more than that world class titleness. You know what I mean? Yeah. People want to see. I think New York had the run when Addis went to Jamaica, LP, in, and, and I think people are lacking that from Canada. Okay. I, I, I could be wrong still, but I feel like I want to see more of Super Fresh International. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 I want to see Rebel Tone internationally more. You yeah. know? I, I, I want to see the. The the black reactions out there. I don't just want them to come to New York for world clash and go back. I want to see you. You know, do you, that's just my my take on that. You know, yeah, that's true. And the thing with it, you've been involved with Canada, so you know exactly what the scene is like. Because you've been here, I would say you've been to Toronto about three, four times. Yes, but well, yeah. more than that. Others, I have my cousin that lives up there. So okay. I used to live in Erie, Pennsylvania, which is like right next to Canada. People don't even know that. I went to high school there too. So I used to go to Toronto a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. But for dances, definitely three times. Three times. Two yeah. times on Shasha Marley and one time for Dynamic. No, actually, two times for Shasha Marley. Because yeah. I remember the, the African Cup clash, and there was another juggling dance for our African community. And then two times for dynamic for world clash, and then yeah. I was in Ottawa with King Turner. Got you, got you. Okay, let's talk about world clash, because generally with the format of my show, we start mm-hmm. from the beginning and then go right up. But yeah. since we're talking about Canada, we just got to get this out of the way right away. You understand? So... With um world class now, what was your thoughts on the Canadian version of world class that you were in? Canadian version of world class, mm-hmm. definitely the turnout was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made a speech that I used to take a Greyhound bus yeah. to go watch world class in New York, mm-hmm. and the speech following that was gonna be now. I'm headlining New York, I mean, World Clash, but I didn't want it to be like a bossy kind of thing. Yeah. So I kind of flipped it around like, now I'm in World Clash, may I do my thing? Yeah. It, was, it was one of those speech, because most of my speech is always to motivate those young sounds that have been trying to do this, the, uh, to come up and 
a lot of gatekeepers not letting them in. Yeah. So I am one of those young sounds that I waited my chance, you know, yeah. even though I knew I've done my work, I've still waited for my chance. And there's no time like the right, like the right time mm-hmm. in Canada. What a lot of people don't know this. I flew into Canada on the Friday, the, the Friday night before work clash. Okay. Landing in Canada. Magic from Soja One picks me up from the airport. Okay. He's like, we go way back 20 years. Mm-hmm. Good. He's like my big brother in the sound industry. Okay. I get a text from my cousin calling me right now. Yeah. Normally, my, my all my family know when I'm traveling overseas. Mm-hmm. The only way you hit me up is if it's emergency. For sure. I pick up the phone. He's like, hey. My uncle just passed away. Mm. I'm thinking, yo, this is like the biggest moment of my life, you know, and this is happening. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this for my uncle. Yeah. But I'm not going to let nobody know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Me and Magic, that ride from the airport to the hotel was the quietest ride ever. Okay. Like, man. Dude, this is like, and Magic is like looking at me like, boy, dynamic, Janu. You know, I know you from like 2000 and this is the moment we all been talking about. And Magic told me one thing was like, our brother, we're here for you, man. For sure. Just do, do what you have to do. And me, I, I tra- that for that work clash, I traveled with my mixer because of what happened in, at US Rumble. My laptop had some issues connecting with what Chin were providing. And right. I told Chin, I was one of those guys, I don't use controllers until probably last year. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I told I told Chin, like, listen, I'm gonna bring my own mixer. Mm-hmm. All I need is to you to provide me with two CDJs, which they always have at all their events. Yeah. You know, and they provided that, and I went. I did my sound check and I was ready. But at the same time, I'm waiting for songs to be sent for me that day from Tony Rebel, which got the biggest forward for the night. <laughs> yeah. You know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. Prophet from Superfresh ended up mixing that dub for me that night. Crazy. People don't even know this because me and Prophet are good. And mm-hmm. Superfresh is one of my favorite sounds. Okay. You know? And, and, I hit a prophet like, bro, man, uh, I got a dub, but they sent it as wave file or something. I can't download it on my phone and it split. Yeah. It was like, well, I want to you African, just send it. So I sent it to him. He broke that dub on a flash drive at the dance. Wow. Yes. Yeah. And then I feel so bad because Bigger Boss, me and Bigger Boss go way back from when he used to live in Texas. Yes, yes, yes. Bigger Boss brought me some tune too. Mm-hmm. And I felt some type of way because I played Bigger Boss in all my clashes, you know. Okay. And I never got a chance to play the dubs. He voiced me for World Clash. But, you know, Bigger Boss is a big man. He understands what I go on, you know. But, yeah, for uh, to your question now, that clash was so long. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it was a test for me because I'm not one of those guys. I don't want to... I don't want to go through the gate because Chum is an African, make him go through. No, I don't. I, didn't, I never wanted that. 
Yeah. But at the same time, I am a proud refugee. Don't ever, don't ever misunderstand that for trying to get easy bias forward. Me no depend that. If you're gonna give me my forward, I'll take it. If you're not, that's fine. That's why I've never really went on social media and talk about mistake or about what happened. It's it's done. Whatever happens, happens. Whatever happens, happens. To me, what I what I know is I made a big impact on a stage that I used to dream about being on there. Yeah. Like, bro, when, when they sent me the flyer for World Clash, are you kidding me, man? Yeah. Me seeing myself on a World Clash flyer? Crazy. Dude, like, you think about that, bro. Think about our muscle. It's like your face on a world class flyer, whether you win or not, that's going down in history, man. You were you were there. You, you were there. It. Yes, your yeah. name dip on it. So I to me, the bigger picture was making an impact mm -hmm. because now you're on a world stage. People are gonna hear what you're made of. And yeah. but at the same time, I'm going to world class with a lock off. Everybody's going to work less. Yeah, they make it to work less. But I am the one coming in with a lock off under from my US belt Rumble. from US Rumble. And because the way Chin introduced me, Chin introduced, okay, Caribbean Rumble champion, Canada Rumble champion. And the way he introduced me by a way of lock off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people kind of felt some type of way, but from a promoter's point of view, yeah, I don't think Chin did a bad thing because if you if you have an event and somebody gets a lock off on your event, mm -hmm. you're gonna promote that as well. Like yo, he, you know. I get that. Okay, so then this is my next. We're gonna continue with this, but since you brought that up, this is what I want to ask you. You had yeah. t-shirts there that night, right? Saying I had I had dynamic t-shirts. Yes, yeah, saying African for the winner, African lock off. No, 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 no. That wasn't me. I had nothing to do with that. Were those t-shirts there? I don't, if they were, I didn't see them. I yeah. made, yeah. my first round, I made a hoodie. Okay. That says dynamic. I made those in Canada. Okay. But my team actually made them in Canada. That mm -hmm. time my team was Magic and, and his virgins. Yeah. They made those, they actually brought them to my hotel the night of the dance. The African lock-off t-shirts were from US Rumble, and it's my brother had it on, my big brother. Yeah. His name is Albert. He was he's also part of the sound. He was there. Mm -hmm. That's the only t-shirt I know. If anything okay. else, that that was that I, I I had no idea about. Yeah, because that's where I've seen some African lock-off t-shirts, and that looked kind of that had a biased type of feel to it right from the jump. So I said, okay, let's just see what's going on. I, honestly, if I, I, I didn't see that. And if, yeah. uh, if I, I had no African, no, there was an African, the African lock-off t-shirts were from the U.S. Rumble. Okay. And, and, and those are, those are actually my idea that I chipped to chin. Yeah. Cause I am a business person. 100%. And I heard chin do an interview and he said, in 20 years of him doing Irish and Chin, mm -hmm. there's never been a lock-off in his events. Yeah. I went here, I said, you know what? I have an idea. Mm -hmm. It was your event, mm -hmm. and I got the lock-off. Let's print some T-shirts. Okay. And he was down with it, and boom. 
And then that's how those came around there. Yeah. All right. Okay. Continue. I got some more questions. You continue though. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Remember, oh. we're talking about the um whole Canada world class. Show. Okay, world, world class to me. You're looking at two Canadian sounds. Mm -hmm. Mystic, King Turbo, mm -hmm. and then you're looking at the one sound that I was really like worried about, to be honest, was yeah. D Buzz. Okay. Because D Buzz is one of those sounds, if you let them get a good night, you're in for something serious. Yeah. Bad song. But at the same time, it's not that I wasn't really worried about Mystic and whatnot. What I knew. Canada was going to work with a Canadian sound. Okay, go in and you knew that. I knew that. It's yeah. it's given because when you're listening to the whole dance, mm -hmm. Mystic was like, Canada, me not let you know down. Yeah. <laughs> me not let, to me, he was begging you know, his way. Begging you know his way what mean. He was begging his way through it. And big him off, he, he, he's working, he's doing his thing. Mm -hmm. I can't hate him for that. Yeah. What I've always said is just make sure you are ready to accept that whenever you go outside of Canada and somebody do the same to you. Yeah. You know, but for King Turbo, one of the reasons I wasn't worried much about it mm -hmm. is because I knew there was, they had issues on the team. Yep. Let nobody trick you, mm -hmm. muscles. Mm -hmm. Throughout the whole dance, I was the only one shooting off a King Turbo. Yeah, we were. I was in that dance. All me. right, I, the whole yeah. of them are hide from King Turbo. I did the yeah. dirty work because yeah. when I dropped that big mountain, which uh, I am the only person with the link now, when on this side, okay, King Turbo don't even have the link for the artist now. Yeah, so I knew that was going to be one of the. So I was going to play that on the third round, but the way Ricky played his second round. I knew he wasn't going to make it from second round. Get rid of him. I got rid of him there. But I got some booze from King Turbo fans because what I did is when I played that, I made sure I made a speech like, yo, whatever you have between you and Specs and uh, Slingshot, fix it. Yeah. Because King Turbo is a great song. And I asked the crowd, I will say I true, say yes. Everybody was like, yes. I said, good. Mm -hmm. Then... The way he was playing was kind of shaky with the selectors. And I was like, you know why King Turbo go on so? Ooh, King Turbo, you lost your way. Yes, yes. Yo. <laughs> that was like, what the heck just happened, man? Uh-huh. Big forward, man. It turned over the place. Because I'll tell you something, too, coming from a Canadian side. Right. We went, listen, if we didn't see Ricky and Andrew up there, Mm -hmm. We knew we were getting rid of King Turbo the first chance we could. Right. Like we did not see the two of them because we were tired of their fighting and all this. Listen, yeah. If we don't see the two of you guys, we're getting rid of you guys the first chance we get. And that's be, be, what and, and, and two of them are my very good friends. Of so course, family. I, yo, I always tell both of them. I speak to them separate. I tell Ricky, y'all got to fix this. I tell uh, Andrew, y'all got to fix this. But, mm -hmm. you know, they are two grown men. It's for them to fix it, not for us. It's for them to really get down and deal with it. But great sound, King Turbo, amazing sound, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And me dealing with them like that, mm -hmm. no disrespect, but I knew Canada wasn't going to work with the Caribbean sound. Yeah. Uh, the Japanese now is a young youth. Okay. 
So um, we're not going to bash him too much. He might try a thing. I'm not going to, you know, we can't. We have to raise champs as well. He yeah. might do him thing. I just felt like maybe he was in the wrong class. Amazing selector, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mystic, no, not, not Mystic. Let's, uh, the two UK songs. Yep. I knew they were going to come with your their drama which nobody cares about and nobody yeah but one of them was doing pretty well until Mm -hmm. the other one go put on a dashiki and trying to (laughs) mash up my team and (laughs) you know but uh with mystic now i wasn't worried much about mystic okay and i'm not regretting that because i just knew canada was gonna work with him yeah because I had people that were talking to me even before the dance. Yeah, Mystic would say, you know, and my, my response was like, all right, no problem. If, if I that, I that, you know. Yeah. You know, you can't fight that. What am I going to do? Go to Canada and just go to everybody's house and, mm-hmm. no, I, you know, if I that, I that, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where you figured, say, okay, so then now, because you won a couple of the rounds, you're doing extremely well. Now we came down for the tune for tune. Right. What exactly happened in the tune for tune? Before tune for tune, no. Remember, I, I played the. I had the three biggest forwards for the night. Yeah, one of them was the King Kirby Lashaway. Um, mm. Raijin King, African Food Tough. Tough, yes. And then the Tony Rebel Custom. Help me big up Canada. Mm, them yeah. just leg- to me, that's the biggest forward for the night. Yeah. Them just legalize marijuana. Yes, also, yes, don't yes. forget, I played a Movado. This mm. is what the African is like, mother. Yes. And that's actually on one of my rhythms that I built. Now you oh. know. Okay. Yeah, man. Because it, it to, to me, I was tired of those. I, I'm, I'm the type of person when, when I'm approaching this, I have to exercise my... My, me as a producer as well in this in this game because I need my own real rock version too. I don't want to just yo voice upon Stone Love real rock, yeah. voice upon King. You know what that voice upon dynamic real rock. So yeah. I was I was I, I made that rhythm. Funny enough, I made that rhythm mm-hmm. for one a day. Yeah, and oh. yeah, I, I I it was a time I was just making rhythms and trying as a as a young. Soundman producer, mm-hmm. I was just trying to get my name out there as a producer as well. Yeah. Believe it or not, I've, I made rhythms for Blood Posse, I made rhythms for King Shine, I made rhythms for a lot of a lot of sounds. Okay. So when Boy. I made when I made this one for for one a day, mm-hmm. I guess they were hesitant to voice on it. Mm-hmm. But something about the rhythm, I was just like, you know what? We have voice on it. Yeah. And I went ahead and did it, and you can imagine the feeling of playing a rhythm that you've built on the biggest clash stage. Yeah. So you know, and and that I was just amazed. Tune for tune, no. Mm-hmm. I definitely dropped the ball towards the end. Okay. Because I was beating them. Mm-hmm. I was beating them, and and they capitalize on where it got a little rough, where uh, I started, you know, like, so who can't find tune, who can't find tune. Honestly, they just, the last two songs is what they, what they want. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and you got to give them that. I'm not going to take any win away from them. Mm -hmm. But if you, if you ask me CM time, my job was done. Yeah. Long time yeah. ago because... What was your job? My job was to make an impact. You got to understand, this is the first time an African on that stage. Mm -hmm. and, and by myself. Mm -hmm. And... A lot of people are familiar with dynamic, but I don't think they expected me to be on that stage that quick. Yeah. Because what I did is I took myself away from the industry for a long time. Mm -hmm. I had even stopped voicing dubs. And just to go uh, rewind a little bit is you have to big up Young Hawk Jamie. Mm -hmm. I had a clash with him in, in Nigeria. Okay. And... And he won that dance. He won the clash. And he was like, damn, man. You know, you're a wicked selector, you know. You ever thought about doing U.S. Rumble? And I'm like, man, Chin is not paying attention to me, man. Like, I was literally one of those guys, like, Chin doesn't want to work with young sounds. Yeah. So me not, me not even bother with it. Mm -hmm. So we got on the flight, connecting flight in Heathrow. Okay. He calls Chin. I'm sitting right there. We're having lunch. And he said, yo, Chin, this is, I'm, I'm coming from Lagos right now. I just clashed this youth. He used to play Shashamani. He have him things sort out, you know. He's an African youth. He lives in Kansas City. And the moment he said Kansas City, Chin was like, hold on. Yeah. Where you say him live? Yeah. Ask him if he want to represent the Midwest. So, and me, I didn't think it was going to be that fast. Just like that. Because you see with Chin now, Chin is a man where he's business-minded. We've seen the sounds from DCs, Miami, all these places before. To hear a sound an African from Kansas City, it was like, this could sell. Yeah. Mind yeah. you, not knowing what kind of sound I am. All he heard was like Jamie co-signing and said that you have him think not well sought out. Yeah. So he kind of went by what Jamie said. He said, ah, we see Wagwan, we see Wagwan. But Drew was the one making the final uh, uh, selection. That, that time, me and Drew, not talking. Mm -hmm. I can't stand him. He can't stand <laughs> me. He like, Drew, if you go do it, like. But you see, in this industry, yeah. one thing I realized, because when Drew hit me up, I was shocked yeah. because my last conversation with him is like, you go do this to your mother. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, talk to me. Oh, I owe you. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and he was like, yo, what's up, man? People are calling your name. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we got a U.S. Rumble. I'm pretty sure you know about it. If you're interested, you let me know and you're in. Yeah. And mind you, this is a, my last conversation with this dude was like, you know what I mean? So to me, that that was like, okay, all right. Mm -hmm. But I still was like, I hope it's not a setup, you know? And, and, and I hope it's not one of those things because I know Drew going at it with Chin yeah. from DHR days. Uh -huh. so, so I really had to ask him. I'm like, yo, so, <laughs> so now you're working with Chin. Because I know you used to go to Chin dance as a heckler and uh-huh. You know what I mean? 
he told me one thing that I will never forget, man. He was like, yo, bro, to be honest, you just grow out of that, man. Mm-hmm. That to me, I was like, wow. Because mm-hmm. I have my, my issues with other people here and there. Yeah. But the way he said it, you just grow out of that. I'm like, man, you know what? That's all you have to say, bro. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, man, I'm interested, man. Let's, you know, but I also told him like, but you know, to be honest, I think I should just go to World Clash and represent Africa. I was just trying to see. He was yeah. like, nah, man, we're not let nobody get the free pass. You have you to come, you have to prove yourself. I was like, all right, sure, no problem. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And that's why you gotta, I gotta big up Jamie. And, and one thing with Jamie, Jamie has never like, with everything that has happened to me, the blessings I've had, You've never seen Jamie go around and say, I'm me because I'm me. It's dynamic, you know, whatnot. But I always got to make sure I respect the people that gave me the platform, even knowing that I have some friends that might not be friends with those people. I just I just want people to know that, you know, me. I really rate people that really open doors for me. So Jamie, definitely, I respect him a lot for that. You know, the whole Irish and Chin family, and I really appreciate that because they could have just said no, and that was it. Yeah, you know, so yeah, man. Yeah, that makes sense, sir. Yeah. As we're we're gonna finish up on the, the Canadian World Cash here. Yeah. Yes, with the um. So then now, tune for tune, down in the end. So you say you feel that you dropped the ball in the last two the songs. Last, you were the, the last three or two songs, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I dropped the ball there, and you know they took advantage of that. And the sad thing about that, it doesn't really matter what you've done for the whole night at that yeah. moment. Yeah, it's like boom, and and also, this is what people say. People say a lot of people have to go catch flights and go back home. You know, to me, it's like yo, make make them have them win, man. Make yeah. them take it and go. But let's not forget who put on a show that night, there, you know, because I don't want nobody going around making it look like Mystic just whoop everybody, you know. Yeah, not no go so because we know what going. That's. That's why it's good to have those audios out there and whatnot, you know. Yeah. But, you know, I've never gone on social media and whatnot. But I do remember. Yeah. I'm a businessman, bro. One thing Tyrone said was Chin was doing A, B, C, D for me. Mm-hmm. Chin booked me for two dances. Okay. U.S. Rumble mm-hmm. and World Clash. Okay. Right? Every every other thing that came around there, Boom Clash, Rebel, Rebel Salute, me going to Japan, Chin had nothing to do with that. All right. What I did was I always had those links, mm-hmm. but I was waiting for the right moment. What do I look like going to Japan? Nobody not and nobody knowing me in Japan. Yeah, right made right. made no business sense because the person that took me to Japan was Yard Beat, yeah. and Yard Beat was in Africa in two like maybe five years prior to that, mm-hmm. and they played one of my songs there and boss up the place, and we built a relationship. And they were like, "We gotta bring you to Japan." I was like, "Yeah, man," but. Let's wait for the right moment. And to me, the right moment was right after World Clash. Okay. 
because you know Mighty Crown has set a standard with the whole world clash. Everybody in Japan watch World Clash, you know. So to me, it was just the right time. But my whole thing has always been: do not fight your fight with Chin using my name. Yeah. <laughs> I've, that is that is that is that that is stupid, man. Like you have your fight with Chin, just you go and deal with it. Yeah. Don't don't say. China, look out for, brother, can we are putting work, you know, brother? But this is where, from an outsider's point of view, where I could kind of understand where they're coming from. They say, okay, they have the title, okay, right. for world class, but you made the impact. So mm -hmm. then now, when it comes to where you usually go after world class, since the boat is going on, would be to the ship. So the person that made the impact is going, not the person with the title. So you see from there, from an outsider's point of view, you could could you understand where they could see that as a problem? When what year was World Clash? World Clash was twenty eighteen. What are we twenty twenty? Yeah, twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen, yeah. I did not go on the cruise on twenty eighteen, bro. You went twenty nineteen. Yeah, but there's still no World Clash had not kept that time. They were still the reigning champion. I get that. You understand? So then if, that's what I mean. If you're going to say, okay, let me look at who I'm going to take. Okay, let's pick from these guys here. These guys are still the reigning champion, even that, if it that, was from five that, years ago. They still that, hold the title. That process was canceled, though. That's mm -hmm. what people don't understand. The two times uh, world-class champ went to, 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 to the Jamra cruise. Yep. Damien Marley's management said we don't want that anymore because okay. the two times the world, the world, a world class champ went over there, they mm -hmm. dropped out first. Okay. Which is King Turbo. Yep. People don't know that side, which is, under, I understand where they're coming from. People mm -hmm. don't know that side now mm -hmm. because Damien Marley's people were like, yo, even I, I, I came to find this out, the, I found this out the, uh, out the other day when Chin was doing an interview. Okay. I had no idea. Chin said uh, what happened was the two times King Turbo went over there, World Class Champ went over there to represent, mm -hmm. it was a letdown. Okay. With all due respect to King Turbo. Mm -hmm. So I guess junior gang management was like, we don't want this anymore. Mm -hmm. We want somebody that's going to supposedly make an impact or somebody's different. No, when they linked me, I'm not going to turn down Jamra Cruz. No. You're almost a madman. No, no. Me on the Jamra Cruz? You mm -hmm. crazy. I'm not going to say no. Let Mystic go. You're must, you're make him stay there. Let me go. I want to you, man. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's an opportunity for me to go do my... But the, the, the one thing that people also got to understand, Mystic was supposed to go in the 2018 and... From from World Clash until 2019 December. Okay. You tell me. It was quiet, man. They didn't do anything. Why? Why I, didn't they have the title? Why didn't they? What was the issue? In Sound Clash land, you're inside there. What was the issue? Why Mystic didn't get to go out there and go do what they were doing? That's a question for them to answer, bro. Mm -hmm. I can only tell you about how I do uh, run my business because, mm -hmm. to be honest, somebody linked me on on uh, 
on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. And let's people always look at me as an African, but I'm good up here, man. 100%. I'm good up here. I know, I know fuckery from somebody hit me up when I was in Japan. Mm-hmm. All this time, I'm not telling them, I just make them talk. Mm-hmm. I go to Japan, I link up with Jar Works, who booked my second show. I link up with other sounds that I work with. Big up to Yard Beat, the first show. With, and then we actually joined the tour with Dynamic and Daville, the artist. Yeah. You know? And, and they were talking about, oh, Chin do this for Dynamic, Chin do that. I wasn't paying up. Chin did not even know I was going to Japan until mm-hmm. he saw the flight. Mm-hmm. So with Mystic now, Somebody had texted me on my WhatsApp. I'm go- no on yeah on on Instagram, okay. and said, "Would you like to clash Mystic?" Yeah. I'm like I'm listening. Keep talking. <laughs> I was waiting for what exactly what they were gonna say in Canada. Yeah. My thing is like, really, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't I'm, I'm not i'm not a fool yeah. you know what i mean i'm not a fool bro we just clashed mm-hmm. the other day in canada mm-hmm. you know and i already know what's gonna happen yeah you see you see me doing the boom clash you see me, me making some noise and prior to that i did a clash in bermuda as well mind you who did i tell you picked me up from the airport soldier one right Magic. It, it was already planned I told Magic, I'm going to go to World Clash and make an impact, win or lose. We're going to keep a dance in Bermuda. Mm-hmm. And you know what we did? It was a dance with, it was supposed to be me, D-Boss, Europe, uh, Europe champ, uh, Rumble champ, Three Sevens, Caribbean champ, and, and Jar Works from Japan. And then when you keep clashes in, in Bermuda, you always have to include a one Bermudan sound. It's just a, it's, it's a law. Yeah. Which is very, very good. I, I really, yeah. So Young Guns ended up taking it. So, but we could not get D-Bus. So we got Jaw Works, mm-hmm. Dynamic, mm-hmm. two US Rumble champs, yeah. uh, World Clash contenders. Three Sevens was on the bill, but could not make it. Okay. And then the local sound, uh, Young Guns. Mm-hmm. That had nothing to do with Chin booking us. Mm-hmm. That is, we keeping the dance because I gave the promoter Jaw Works number. I said, call him, make me do it, maybe keep a dance. If you ask me, that is what Mystic should have done. Because you know what? There's some people who don't really care about your world clash title. They care about what you're gonna bring to the to the to the table to them at that day. Yeah. You know, when when you say you're me a world class champion, truth be told, yeah, but what else are you? Are you going to make me back my $5,000 that I'm going to invest in this dance? Mm-hmm. If you're not going to make me back that, just stay over there with your championship. So somebody, when I went to Japan, I got, a, I got an inbox on my Instagram. And this is this why I knew this, this person had something to do with Mystic. And I've never told anybody this. Okay. He was like, would you like to clash Mystic? I said, I'm listening. Yeah, and the class gonna be in in uh, in uh, in Canada, and we can offer you. I think they were gonna offer me like fifteen hundred dollars. You know, I was like, man, really? 
<laughs> and then they were like, why, why, why would you want to be in touring? You want to go on tour instead of clashing a world champion? Mm -hmm. And at that moment, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm in Japan. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm answering this at like around three o'clock in the morning over there because my sleeping is, is my sleeping circulation is still messed up. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this gotta be somebody from their camp. And if not, okay, I take I'm I'm wrong. But it was just it just sounds so funny for me. And to me, I'm like, you really gonna tell me? Uh, would you rather tour Japan or clash world champion? I'm like, in this situation. <laughs> Your, your, your business mind is just loose, bro. Like, what you mean? I'm in Japan, man. Yeah. You know, I'm meeting new people, people coming into the dance in dashikis. You can't beat that. That's crazy. That's and, a crazy feeling. And at the same time, don't try to make it seem like I'm going to live in Japan. I'm touring Japan. I'm coming back over there. So we can even keep the dance a couple months later. But yeah. what really was shaky about that is when they said, or would you rather be in Japan or clash a world champion? I'm like, come on, man. That doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense, man. So to me, I honestly, my father always told me, rest in peace. My father always told me, don't involve yourself in people's business. Mm -hmm. You know, because and that's why I never involved myself in Mystic's business before or after that. I don't even talk about them because to me, they have their way of doing their things. And that's them. I have my way of doing my things. But what I can tell you is you always sometimes got to look at the mirror and blame that person. Yeah. It's always, at the end of the day, it's always your fault. It's my yeah. fault for not doing whatever. It's always my fault. So could we agree right here now that winning a world-class title is good, but you need to either put something on top of it or have something leading up to it to really make it valid? Not only world-class title, bro. Mm -hmm. In life in general, mm -hmm. in life, in, if, yo, you know what was my plan after winning a world-class title? Mm -hmm. to, make a do, to make a documentary mm -hmm. and pitch it to uh, Netflix. Yeah. And, and, and basically, my journey, I'm still going to do the documentary, by the way, mm -hmm. but it was one of those... Where I come from, I was going to go back all the way to where I was born yeah. and get some clips and talk to the people who know me growing up and whatnot. And, and T-shirts, you think you've seen T-shirts? You would have seen some crazy T-shirts, man. And, 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 and basically use it as a marketing tool to get my own shoe deal. To you get, get because guess what? I, this year, Olympics were going to keep in, in Japan. Mm -hmm. I was already, I already had my foot in Japan and my thing was like, yo, I was going to come up here as a world champion and I was going to, I was going to, even if I have to walk to New York and talk to Chin, I said, Chin, I got a game plan mm -hmm. with this title that I want. That's what Chin is looking for from these young songs. It's like, they've, they've given you the platform. Give us something to work with, you know, as a, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I get it. You get, brother, you get it 1,010%. I spoke to somebody already and I told him, say, listen, mm -hmm. I think the problem with a lot of people that win World Clash, they mm -hmm. just want to, their plan is to win. They don't have a plan after that. Okay, so now I won. What do I do with it? 
That's what the whole problem is. Nobody has this grand plan after. Like you said, if you won, this is what you're going to do. I was, I, I was going to go to Africa, mm -hmm. to different radio stations, different TV stations with the world-class trophy and, and show people and like make them even touch it mm -hmm. and show them like this is the title. You know, and what I was going to do, honestly, I was going to take that trophy and take it deep to my village and leave it there. Yeah. Okay. You know, because, you know, it's we came as refugees here. We literally came here with nothing. Mm -hmm. And and now to be a world champion. Come on, man. Yeah. That was it's deeper. It's so it's so because that's why. I was representing U.S., Mm -hmm. but I was an African on that stage. Yeah. And I, al I also knew that Canadians and U.S. have their long-time rivalry, which is good for the industry, by the way. Yeah. It's just, let's keep it musical, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and my dashiki, the whole African thing, and people forgot I was representing U.S. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's, yo, you, you got to have a game plan, like you say, after World Clash, because... That's when the journey really starts, bro. Mm -hmm. And the things you could have done with that, bro. Mm -hmm. Muscle, come on, man. You know what I'm talking about. One, one gazillion percent, brother. Right now, you see those headphones you had on, you have on? I swear to God, you could have some dynamic headphones by now. Yeah. I could have linked you and yeah. say, yo, me a sponsor the show. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The yeah. head you have on, that, you know, something. Yeah. You know, so, but you know, people are different. Yeah. You understand, take a platform. Great. That was basically what I wanted to cover from the world class. And just to understand if you get it and what it seems like is almost, it seems like you were, you're in the middle of a situation that 100%, it doesn't really have anything to do with you. Oh yeah. Here, here's the promoters. Here's the sound. Here is the guy in the middle. So the guy in the middle, what does the guy in the middle do? That's why I've, I've always said, I'm cool with Chin. Mm -hmm. And and my whole thing is always, don't fight your fight with Chin mm -hmm. by calling me out. Mm -hmm. I'm out the way. There you go, right there. Yeah. Go right there. Don't 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 come and say, yo, yo, hey, hey boy, hey boy, no, man. We mm -hmm. don't we don't do that. And 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 that's why I don't get much into it because hey, it's none of my business, to be honest. Yeah. You know, at the same time, I am a grown man. You know, we are all grown ups here. You know, take responsibility for your. Yo, listen to me, man. Mm -hmm. If I'm the promoter for World Clash, sometimes I think Chin is too nice, bro. How so? If, if, if I'm giving a sound, a platform, and they are dealing with me the way they deal with with with, with Chin. Mm -hmm. Not all of them, some of them. Okay. You know, I'm not booking you ever for my event mm -hmm. because Chin is paying you. And I'm not here trying to defend Chin or anything because Chin can defend himself. We all know that. Yeah. But I'm speaking from what I'm seeing. Okay. Chin paid me for all the events I, uh, he has booked me. Okay. And I don't, I've never heard anybody go out there and say Chin owe them money. Mm -hmm. If they do, that's for them business, but I don't think that's true. Mm -hmm. Chin is one of the most professional promoters I've worked with. Mm -hmm. 
I've I've worked with a lot of shitty promoters before, bro. Promoters who did not even have my hotel. I had to stay up the whole night and go check in 3 p.m. and I flew in the day before. All these things. I've been through all of that. One thing is like, don't, 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 don't be mad at the person that found a business idea with muscle or dynamic. If you and muscle could not get to an understanding, yeah. don't be mad at me because me and him got into an understanding. My yeah. journey in US is different. What you're looking for is different. You know what I mean? And 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 I, I, I feel like rivalry is good for the industry, but fuckery is not. Yeah. Fuckery is not, because we all know what fuckery is, bro. I'm yeah. not muscles, I'm not there's a lot of things happen to me in this industry. I'm not about to blame anybody, bro. Yeah. That's Take just my Take your own responsibility. Definitely, man. Definitely. Yeah. I Yo, it. bro, listen to me. Five years ago, mm-hmm. four years ago, I did not even have one Capleton dub. Okay. Right? Because... Capleton, I was even booking Capleton for shows in Kansas City and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Now I have well over 25. Mm-hmm. That came with patience and knowing my place and finding a way to work with the artists. I'm saying that to say this. Don't be mad at the person that 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 looked beyond the eyes and saw a bigger picture to get what they want to get. You know what I mean? Because what I tell you, when when I when 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 Chin booked me for US Rumble and whatnot, he did not know who the heck I was. Yeah. He heard of me. Mm-hmm. He didn't. I wasn't making a lot of noise. I can't be mad at that. Yeah. Muscle, you 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 you've heard of dynamic before, but I wasn't making noise. It makes no reason for you to bring me on your platform to talk. It's just you know what I mean? So when 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 things happen sometimes, bro, I be childishness, yeah, just gotta be stopped in this industry, bro. Yeah. You know? I, I get it. You see the thing with Chin. Chin mm-hmm. is a great businessman. Very his ego mm-hmm. gets in the way a lot of the time, especially if if your name's cool, it's cool. Yeah. If you could deal with it, you could deal with it. But mm-hmm. business-wise. Great business-wise, ego, that's a totally different story. And that's 100% what it is. When I first met Chin, I Mm -hmm. did not like Chin at all. At all. Because of his ego. But his business, I rated 100%. Then I came to say, you know what? Understand the way how his mind works. He's American. We're Canadian. We think and we operate two different ways. Yeah. And then then also with that whole ego thing, as you say, I've dealt with some artists that, when I try to voice a dub, they will not even say my 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 selector name. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand what you mean, but at the same time, what I'm saying is I found a way to work my business with Chin, and then and other people did not find that, and it's just it is what it is, you know. Agree, one hundred percent, one thousand percent agree. You know what? That's what I wanted to get out of the way. Now let's. Reverse this and go right from the beginning and come right. Yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. a great part, though. Okay, mm-hmm. when it came to the business itself, how did you even start to get into music and stuff? Because I know you're a singer, 
you're mm. a producer yourself, man. What was the first thing that you actually got into? I got into as an artist first. Okay. My 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 first name is Kennedy, mm -hmm. so I used to go by Daddy Ken. You know, the little you Daddy Ken. I do routine. <laughs> yeah. I was I was trying to be a DJ, and uh, I remember we was refugees growing up in Kenya. Mm -hmm. There there was a there was a place called Waithaka, and there used to be a sound called Mikey Dread sound. Mikey okay. Dread. Mikey Dread was like the sound in the in the in the local area, you know. Yeah. But there was the three big sounds in Kenya, which was King Lion sounds, veteran okay. sounds, Shashamane, and then there's Jumbo sounds. Okay. Jumbo sounds was like the stone love of Kenya. And Jumbo is at the Jumbo is spelled J-A-M-B-O, but the way they spell it is J-A-H-M-B-O. Yeah. <laughs> Jumbo. jumbo. Yeah, yeah, Jumbo. So yeah. Jumbo is like saying hi in Swahili, you know? Okay. Jumbo was the juggling machine muscle. Yeah. Like, Jumbo had all the girls, man. Okay. And this is in Kenya? This is in Nairobi, Kenya. And around what year is this? This is in the 90s, man. So there was, so there's been sound systems in Kenya from oh, back in the 90s? From the 80s, man. From the 80s, Yeah. Okay. Shashamane started, I think, in 83, 84 or something. Yeah. Yes, man. It's just we were not known worldwide, but because we, we used to get all our music from UK. Makes sense. Because UK was just one trip down there, you know, five hours and you're in Nairobi. Okay. And Nairobi is one of the hubs in, in Africa. So everything that comes from abroad, Nairobi, one of the first places it gets there. Got you. And, you know... Used to listen to Radigan on those shows, you know, and Jashaka, you know, mm -hmm. and and you know, Mikey Dread used to play records yeah. and cassettes. <laughs> on the <your> song. <laughs> and the only way I got to play is because I had a night nurse album, Gregory Isaacs, who's my favorite singer. Okay. And that's the only way I got to play on that song. Y'all want the tape? Yeah. Let me hold it. Let me hold the talker for. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Me know I done talking. We build from there, and the sound was one of those sounds was just playing in the lawn, and you know, just mm -hmm. laid back. You know, we, Mikey Dread. You're talking about? My, yeah, Mikey Dread sound. Yeah. And I, I played on it because I used. To, I, I'm a big. My, my biggest talent is playing football, soccer. I'm a very big soccer player. Okay. So, so after soccer game, I'm soccer practice every weekend. We go up there and check in the vibes. Stay up all night, hungry. Mm -hmm. We don't have money to buy food, bro. Yeah. The, the money we have is for a little bus fare to go back home, you know. Mm -hmm. And there used to be a guy named Capital D. Okay. Used to work work at a, a local radio station, and he would actually be making mix CDs live for people. Okay. And and you know those times we just want to hear our name big up on a on a on, on a mixtape. Yeah, you know you already know. Once you hear your name, of course. What? What? Yeah, man, muscle, <laughs> big up yourself, man. You rewind that part. That's your favorite part of the you audio. Know that, yeah. So I save up some money. Had that guy make me a few, you know, mixtape, you know, cassettes. This time it's just cassettes, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I remember. 
one of my brethren named Acid Mishap, who was a young artist from where I grew up, a place called Kawangware, real ghetto. Yeah. You know, Acid Mishap was like, you know, no, there's a guy named Okuyo. Okuyo was my next door neighbor. They used to sell soup. Okay. Yeah, they used to sell soup. And he was the reggae person in the whole area. Everybody knew him. You know, he was like, oh, man, you got to come out sometime because, you know, you're doing your little singing thing. Come roll with the big dogs. King Lion sound. Okay. So now you stepped up from Mikey Dread song to King Lion song, which is uh, like the second in command? Like that's the highest, the biggest sounds in, in, in the country. Yeah. I mean, in Africa, if you ask me at that time. Okay. And I'm like, man, King Lions, you crazy, man. I, 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 I don't even have money. Yeah. They were like, well, you know, they got this talent show, you know. You go audition and go do your thing. I was like, oh, shit, bro. We walked, me and my brethren Acid, we walked from like Kawangwari to a place called Ngara. Yeah. Yo, that must have been at least 10 miles or something. Not 10, yeah, 10 miles, bro. Wow. By the time we got there, bro. Our feet all dusty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Look, we, look, we young, young youth. Yeah. We just, they were like, so what are you guys doing? I was like, yeah, I'm an artist. I'm like, what do you do? You're, in those time, I was trying to be a DJ, right? Okay. So, what every every DJ that went and DJed before me, I did not understand anything they were saying, but they sounded good as heck. Yeah. So they must have been saying something, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm not keeping up with this. So I kind of have a high pitchy voice. So they were like, okay, your turn. Mm-hmm. Man, nervous. For, like I hold a microphone. No, let, let me rewind that. You see Jumbo Sound now? Yeah. My friend who used to sell soup mm-hmm. took me to Jumbo Sounds. Okay. Funny story. Yeah. I'm the type of person that time when I went to the dance, I'm not even supposed to be there. I was a young youth. <laughs> yeah. But I was one of those young youth with a grown body. So I kind of look older. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a guy named Robert Johnny. Mm-hmm. He was the MC. Bad MC. He was MC in his high school uniform because he was a high school youth. Okay. What? Wait, no, what? Bad. He plays for a sound called Blessed Love Sound in, in Europe now. Okay. He's still my friend. We keep in t- man, the man used to mush up the place, bro. Yeah. And you know, in Africa, them time, man, when you speak good English, you are the man. Yeah, like man. Luck. <laughs> and them time then might play some some Freddie McGregor, some Don Campbell, some Garnet Sale place a mush up. And you know what they were using? Mm-hmm. You know those boombas, this disc man, where, yeah. where you can open up the top? <laughs> the, yellow, the yellow ones. Yeah, those now, <laughs> they had those connected into a mixer. Bruh. Bro. Bruh. Mushing up the place, man. Them time the CDs just stepping at the scene, you know, CDs just came out. CDs are clean. Yeah. I remember he was juggling a song and he he was making his speech and he held the microphone down like this. Yeah. I don't know what got into me, man. <laughs> I went and I was like, check, check, check on the <laughs> mic. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah. man, big up Kawangwara Master. Yeah. They're looking at like, who the hell is that? 
Man, the man almost smacked me, man. You know, but that feeling of hearing your voice off the speaker, I was like, man, that was amazing. That that got you hooked to hear your voice man, amplified. Listen to me, man. That jumbo sounds was the sound, and so when I went to King Lions now for the audition, they were like, okay, so what rhythm do you want? Damn, I was like, man. All right, you have any Burning Spear rhythm? So they dropped the Burning Spear has a song called Make We Do It. Okay. It's a big song in Africa. So they dropped the instrumental. Then I started DJing. See, Fitcha knows everyone. Me say me born in a ghetto, me a born a poor man. Life in a ghetto is a difficult one. German a life in a ghetto, no sweet. Me wake up in the morning, no tea to drink. Me, man, people was like, okay. Look who you All right, give me, give me a next one. I had no lyrics after that, bro. <laughs> One lyrics. One lyrics. So I'm very good at freestyling, taking other people's song and just flipping it around from yeah. listening to like Charlie Chaplin and all those artists. So I was like, mm. so they dropped the, the, the half pint victory. Got you. I was like, you know what? All right. That time, I think South Africa had couple years prior to that South Africa just went through the apartheid you know yeah then I was like yes we got to say you know say you know say you know to apartheid yes we got to say you know and you know you see people start paying attention like let's see where it's right. going then I started mentioning a place like Awangware a place like Buru Buru oh there was right. like yo 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 I eat I eat <laughs> you call it all the areas all the areas yeah and I learned that from Charlie Chaplin and DJ and you know I was yeah. they, they were like all right you would you have it man so yeah. now they gave me a complimentary ticket first time ever like I'm going to this big dance in a place called City Hall you know okay and I'm trying to take my bridges with me to play soccer with me, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, what am I? You know what, fuck it. I was like, yo, listen to me, man. I know you gave me two complimentaries, but I'm trying to bring my bridges that we in the soccer together. Yeah. And the man looked at me and said, huh? <laughs> but he, he was playing me. He was like, huh? What you said? Mm-hmm. All right, don't say a word. I was shook. His name is Papa Charlie. Yeah. Who, who's the big man in King Lions, veteran DJ. I right. still keep in touch with him till now. And, mm-hmm. and he gave me, I think, maybe seven more tickets. Bro, I went back home. Them tickets ain't leaving my hand. I walked back mm-hmm. in 10 miles with it. You know, when I got home, sweaty, you know. Yeah. I'm looking at them and I'm showing my brethren, like, yo, yo, we're going to, we're going to, it's what's called the Rasta Festival. We're going to Rasta Festival, King Now. They couldn't believe it, man. Everybody get, everybody get ready, ready to go. Guess what, Muscle? Mm-hmm. Nobody has bus fare. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, nobody has bus fare. So we're like, you know what? We're going to do something. I'm not going to lie to you, man. We went by the local bar. We were waiting for some drunk people to rob them, man. <laughs> wow. I swear to God. You know, yeah. you know slingshots? Uh-huh. This is how we used to do. We had a slingshot, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of using a stone, we'll take a nail and bend it. Got you. Bro, and we'll Got hit him. You. But now, one of my bridging was a left-handed. You know, left-handed yeah. people don't miss. Mm-hmm. When he used to pull that slingshot, 
he will put it like this and when he let it go yeah we must have hit like maybe four people that night and mm -hmm. jumped them and took some money i'm not going it, it, it wasn't a good thing but you know we had to get there bro you had to do what you had to do it i don't time. even think my family know that but i guess when they watch this they're gonna know now <laughs> so we got there i get to the venue the security looking at young youth like where the fuck did y'all get these tickets from man this are complete this is you this is like vip passes mm -hmm. i'm telling this youth like yo i'm an artist man artist yeah. get the <laughs> hell out of here man bro Papa Charlie, the big man on that sound, right? Yeah. Used to used to forward into the dance like three o'clock in the morning. Do you know we had to wait outside till that three o'clock in the morning, bro? Mm -hmm. That time the players rum. Of course. I have my dashiki on. I still have the picture. I'm gonna send it to you. I have yeah. my dashiki on, bro. Like mm -hmm. ready. And this 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 whole dashiki thing didn't start the other day. I've always had it. Okay. Because my mother actually makes uh, makes them. Got you. So, man, we're outside waiting. It's getting breezy, breezy. And I saw the big man forward. And I said, yo, 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 Charlie, it's me. He said, yes, yes, yo, come on, come on, you. You know, when you walk, everybody walk away. So when I start walking with him, the bouncer could not say anything. Me and my brother just rolling. We walk in a dance. at the sweatest dance ever. Everybody just mm -hmm. rock away, stink like sweat, you know. So we go up there, we get on stage, and when they when they introduce me, man, yeah. you can hear a pin drop. Nobody knows who the hell I am. <laughs> yeah. They just see they just see this young youth. You know, like when you watch those videos from Jamaica and you see like Risto Benji. Of course. Yeah, like Yami Bolo when he's Yami young. Yeah. I was one of those youths and okay. I'm the type of person when I go to a dance, I watch everything on stage. Mm -hmm. I watch a selector, I watch everything, but I've always wanted to play sound. Okay. Yeah, but you know, I wasn't gonna compete with those selectors up there. They were like serious. Yeah. Like Ranka Shock, May Soul, Rest in Peace. You know, they, those guys were amazing. So when they introduced me, I did my thing. I got a standing ovation. People were like, yes, you would. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do your thing, man. We read that, you know? So that was my journey. And then fast forward, we moved to America in 1996. 96, okay. Yeah, and, you know, lived in Erie, Pennsylvania, right across from Canada. Yeah, yep. Yeah, and That's so we, we, we moved to Erie, Pennsylvania, you know, and, man, I still wanted to play music, man, but... You in America now? We came like yeah. in November, I think November fourteenth. Snow, okay. mm -hmm. first time witnessing snow, man. Like first time, first time, because we don't have yeah. snow in Africa. No, no, no. Man, it's 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 crazy, and I'm looking outside every day. I'm in America, bro. Like, geez. So this is what this is what America looks like. Mm -hmm. I'm looking outside, be a white. Yeah. People falling and falling. I'm like, damn. Hmm. I go outside and I grab the snow, start eating it, <laughs> run, run back in. Yeah. I remember, I remember we went to Payless because mm -hmm. my brother had came to America prior to that. My brother who had the African lockoff t-shirt at World Clash. Okay. He came to America before us, took me to Payless, man. I picked like 
I must have picked like seven pair of shoes. Ready. Brother, I don't even know this whole payless thing, you know. Yeah. I'm just want to get some shoes. I remember we went to my first time going to uh the pop machine. Yeah. We have Sprite in Africa. We have Coke. We have Fanta. Me no want none of that. Yeah. <laughs> I said, give me that seven, seven up. That thing yeah. different. You want because something fresh. If you want something fresh. And I'm like, okay. I was just trying all kinds of things, you know. Mm -hmm. And then I remember giving people telling me, oh, you know, Shashamane is up there, you know? Okay. And I'm like, yeah, they're in New York, though, but I don't So I went to their website, shashamane.com, and I called Bingy, spoke to him, like, yo, man, I'm an MC, you know, I'm from Kenya, mm -hmm. you know, I know the sound from back home, I know about you, you know, whatnot, and I would like to get a run on the sound. Mm -hmm. It was like, yeah, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what's up, you know? Yeah. You know, and for a while, I wasn't really doing nothing. He sent me, he must have sent me like 30 dubs. Okay. My, my first, my first three years on the sound. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, just work with those. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm, them time I'm on, I'm on Yahoo chat room with people. We just going back and forth, just chilling. Okay. But also, I also knew I had to work my way up, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, then my first, my first dance on Shashamani was African Cup Clash in Canada. It, that was your first official dance on the show. No practice, no nothing. Just watching videos and whatnot, you know. Yeah. And was your name Mister Three Thousand? Yeah, yeah, that was me, Mister Three Thousand. Yeah. And and from that, you know that Mr. Three Thousand move uh movie, the baseball movie. No. There was a movie, I think the baseball movie, and yeah, and I guess one of the one of the guys in there kind of looks like me, and yeah. my friends started it's calling movie. me that I was like, ah, oh, Mr. Three Thousand, I'm cool, yeah. man. I work with that. Because yeah. you know, nickname is important. I wasn't gonna go by Daddy Ken on this yeah. Because <laughs> one of my brethren was like, yo, we're not dealing with that daddy thing around there, no, no, you're no, young no. you. So that's the Back home, mm -hmm. that's like you know how in Jamaica there's the ranks, the bantan. Yeah. Back home is daddy. Daddy. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know, daddy can, daddy whatnot, yeah. ranking, pato yeah. ranking, all that stuff. Got so, you. so I, I kind of got. I say, alright, cool. And I'm I'm a very quick learner as well. So prior to that, I'm watching the Mighty Crown who just won 1999 World Clash. And I'm like, man, okay. that's some Japanese doing them thing, you know. I'm watching the bass odyssey is I'm watching the Jara is a whole different new thing to me, man. So you're this is when you're getting actually deeper into the sound business as in from a spectator's point of view. Yes, because now back home is mm -hmm. we play the song first mm -hmm. and then we introduce it. Okay. So like you mix, yeah, and it's the yes man, voice of the one called Garnet Silk. You know what I mean? Yeah. But over here was like, people, you know, you introduce the song first before it plays. Got you. So I, I caught on, I caught that quick. I said, okay, cool. And then uh, I remember that dance. I I was on the sound, but I wasn't really. So they were like, yeah, man, we're playing in Canada. If you want to come, just, you know, come through. Mm -hmm. I took a Greyhound bus to Toronto from Erie, Pennsylvania. Right across the bridge, yeah. Waiting for them. Mm -hmm. 
And you know, I'm trying to be part of the song and they bring records, boy. I mean, let me lift up them records, like, yeah, I'm a part of the song, yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man, come true. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, this is an experience right now. I had nothing to do with Shashamani or just the part of the new team. Mm-hmm. So I'm just there chilling. Zone one, by the way. This was zone. Yeah, man. Zone one, yeah, man. I didn't remember that. Who was on that dance here? The African Cup. It Sh- was Shashamani, King Turbo, uh, Dirt, uh, Desert, uh, Desert Storm, yeah, Rebel Tone, and Black Cat. It was Black Cat. Yes. Yes. Did you play with Bass Odyssey up here? No, no, no. You didn't play. Okay, it was Black Cat. Okay. Yeah, Black Cat, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> then uh, I remember it was early warm up. You know, yeah, I guess the guy that was supposed to MC for Shashamani, mm-hmm. they were outside smoking or something. Mm-hmm. So the big man went up there and he was playing some songs, and you know me, I'm like, man, this is this is your chance, bro. Like, yeah, I'm looking around. The, I think the guy was either James Bond or Danger One, one of those guys. Okay. They, they were the Jamaican guys on the sound. And you okay. know now, you, you, I just came from Africa. There's Jamaicans playing this African sound. I know my place. Yeah. Let them do their thing. I'm learning from them, you know? Mm-hmm. So when the big man was juggling by himself, I don't know what took me, man. I got on there and took the talker phone and start make some speech yeah. and say, yes, Canada, African is here. Them yes. time I have a deep African. The African is here. Yes. Yes. The, the, the boss is playing, looking at me like, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> and then for some reason, that. the needle kind of mess up yeah. and it stopped. That was my chance. I said, people. Yeah. I fly all the way from Africa to play on messed up turntable. I want this, a, a sabotage. The whole place, lift up. Say, yes, you talk to Rasta. Everybody going crazy. And in my yeah. mind, I'm like, oh shit, I'm getting myself in some shit right now, man. We're just going. We're just going. So early warm up. And then after that, when they fix the needle, the song the man the man play was like the perfect song, the Cape Town. We can't beg no no pardon, pardon. Please lift up. Brap. That time mm-hmm. I'm clueless about Shashamani songs, bro. Yeah, you have no idea. No idea. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, that was it. So when the clash officially started, mm-hmm. the the youth from Shashamani forward back, and I guess they were like. What happened here? You know? <laughs> so they, I, I remember the guy saying something to the extent of, yeah, man, Shashamani African sound, but them have a Jamaican Pandi sound too. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that really went well. If he had just emceed, I think it would have went well for him. Okay. But for him acknowledging that he was Jamaican, I don't think people wanted to hear that. So he played yeah. for a little bit. And then I think... Prophet and them at that time was like, yo, make the African youth play. I want to you. Make okay. the African youth play. And that's how I ended up playing that night. And I remember one of my biggest forward was Mighty Diamonds. Shashamani never run away. Mm-hmm. Please lift up and I ran into the crowd. Yeah. You know? And I made a speech, something like, yo, you see when I win this trophy, 
I'm taking it to Africa. I'm gonna show it to my cousin Mukulu, my brother. This I started naming all these African names. They work their place up. Boom, boom, boom. And you already know the zone one forward and crazy. Yeah, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. And then that's when they drop the shasha money, never run away. Man, yo. Inside, I was scared, bro. Yeah. But you know, you can't show that, you know. So that was like the beginning of like, okay, now I can really, really do this. And I really appreciate Shashamani for giving me the chance as well, you know? For sure. And how long were you actually on Shashamani for? I was on there for a while, but I wasn't the front guy per se. I was there for like probably, t- mm, I would say maybe seven or eight years. That's how long you were over there for. Yeah, because I started, I was still voicing for dynamic sounds slowly. Mm-hmm. Because I was actually building dynamic sounds for my future son that I was gonna have. Got you. Because so you, you had insight to know that okay, I need to build something else here on the side while yeah. I'm playing this here. Because I've always known Shashamani is not my sound. Got you. You know because I'm always uh, and I had some ideas that I wanted to bring on Shashamani, and I don't think they kind of work with it. Okay. Which is I understandable, but. Mm-hmm. I always wanted the African movement. Yeah. Shashamani always had the Bronx, New York thing on them. I wanted the African, like like what the people call me right now, the African. That's yeah. what I wanted. Yeah. And when you get the African, you know, yes. just like that's how it. they have the Japanese, that's who you are. The Thank you. African. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Because even when I, everywhere I go right now, people mm-hmm. don't even call me dynamic. No. The the African, yeah, the African. So, man, I'm glad you say that, man, because that's that's it right there. So when I don't think Shashamani saw that then because they have, Bingy was in lived in New York for like almost thirty years or something. Okay. Okay. So so yeah, and uh, I I wanted the whole dashiki, the whole you know African movement because prior to that I've seen the Japanese movement. Yeah. And I was really impressed by that. I was like, yo, mm-hmm. if the Japanese can do it, and yes, you can say Mariko really, really influenced me a lot because they were the non-Caribbean sound. For someone like me who's a non-Caribbean, I had no choice but to look up to people like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And the way they carry themselves, I was like, yo, this is I have I have a place in this business for me, you know. Yeah. And that's always have been my uh, my motive and I remember we clashed Mighty Crown twice and they killed us but at the same time to me it was still an experience you know mm-hmm. I saw them come to the dance and the Japanese people are disciplined just cool in the corner just relax but when they get on that stage it's a different thing bro different beast different man mm-hmm. and I, I, I was you know I'm still learning today but mm-hmm. I'm kind of also glad that my sound as dynamic boss when I'm a mature person yeah, you that know, makes that makes a lot of sense because you have to go through a lot to really understand where you are in life. You're now more mature. And you yes, can, what year did you actually leave Shashamarley? Probably 2000. Officially, mm-hmm. I kind of started separating myself a lot because personally, there were some things being done that I didn't like. Okay. You know, like, you know, I don't want to get so much into the details. I feel like it was one of those things that 
come on, really? You know what I mean? Don't yeah. do that, you know? Yeah. And 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 uh, some low blows here and there. But you see, I'm a team player. That didn't really bother me until I matured and started realizing, like, they really did that, man. Yeah. You know? And the disrespect is what I, I couldn't take anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. And and you're not going to disrespect my 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 partner and I'm going to sit there and listen to you and then tell my partner, like, that's between you and no. Because if you know me, you're going to defend me. You know what I mean? For sure. So, For sure. And, and things just, I think maybe also the fact that I was building a sound for my son, dynamic sounds. Yeah. That kind of also had like, okay, you can do your thing now. But, but you know, it's, to me, I saw a bigger picture, put it like that. Okay. I saw a bigger picture and nothing was going to stop that for me. Whether I was going to be on Shashamana or whether I was going to do dynamic sound. The big, the bigger picture I saw is what's happening to me now, right now. That makes sense there. And what year did you say it was that you actually officially left? Because funny enough, even Bingy voiced like the yellow man dub that I have. Bingy is the one who voiced that for me. The, when, the, I, when I was still Zungo. on Shashamana. Yeah, the Zungu Zungu. When I was yeah. still on Shashamana, yeah. And, uh, and damn, I'm, my sound now is officially 12 years old. That's so, how old the song is. Yeah. But I, I was voicing way before that, though. I was, I, voiced, I was voicing from like 2002, 2001. Okay. Because my first I Wayne dub is like when I Wayne was nobody. I remember I voiced for Shashamani and I yeah. voiced for myself. Yeah. You know, and we played that dub actually at Zone One, the Iwain dub. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and that time, yo, it's so crazy. I used to play keyboard for Eka Mouse. I get out of here, bro. I got some. Yeah, that's why. Was, <laughs> sometimes when people just talk, and I'm like, what are you talking? I, yo, I played keyboard for Eka Mouse. I'm not saying I was the first person to voice him on dub. Yeah, but I made him understand you can make some money out of this. How did you even get each? Okay, are we done with this? Okay, yes, we're done with Shasha Marley because yeah. you said, give me the year again. I don't think you gave me the year that you Pro- Probably, I'll say the mid 2000, uh, a little bit, uh, maybe 2004, 2005-ish. Okay. Around that time. I could be wrong. Okay. Yeah. Were you playing keyboard for Ecomos before this or after this? Before that. Before this. I remember we played at Ikamos Custom at Canada too. In that the, same African Cup? Yeah, the, for Black Cat and, and Rebel Tone. Yes, you and, did. Yes. And, 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 and people were like, what the? F- how the <laughs> hell did you guys get, get Ikamos? Because prior to that, Ikamos, I don't even, honestly, I could be wrong, but I don't think he had voiced any much duplets before that. Because it's, it's hard dealing with Ikamos. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I was his keyboard player for like three, four years. How did you even get that? I've always been a keyboard player, right? Okay. I was trying to make my way into the business somehow, muscle. <laughs> you had so many hustles, it's crazy. Bro, And but my whole thing is it has to be a hustle that's legit, like honest hustle. I'm not about to step on any, anybody's corn. Yeah, yeah. I'm a musician. I, I train myself how to play keyboard. Okay. And I used to be on this local band called One World Tribe, and I'll play keyboards here and there. And 
opening up shows for other people. I met, we did a show with the Whalers, original Whalers, and the drummer, his name is Zeb. I was talking to him, Zeb was like, man, yo, you want a job? Mm -hmm. I'm like, what you mean? Yeah, he come, he come, I was going on the road, they need a keyboard player. The sound man part of me played yeah. a big role in that because guess what? I know a lot of e-commerce songs. Yeah. And I know them by ears as well. My ears is very good. Me, uh, I have well-trained ears. Okay. So I did an audition on the phone, bro. <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> I called, I called the keyboard player at that time. Mm -hmm. His name was Adonai. He lives in New York. He's from Trinidad. Okay. Played with Dennis Brown, everybody. You know, they are musicians on hire. Mm -hmm. You know, most of these band, uh, reggae musicians, they come to America and put together a band in America. Yeah. Because most of the musicians cannot travel because of visas, you know? Mm -hmm. I called him. He was like, yo, I got your number from Zeb. I'm the keyboard player. And they were like, oh, all right, cool, cool. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna call you back so we can go through the songs. And I'm like, how? Yeah, just play your keyboard. I can listen to it on the phone. So when the man called me, he was tuning his guitar on the phone. Okay. And I have my keyboard with me. Them time I had like one of them Radio Shack Casios, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, okay, let me hear you play uh, Anorexel. Anorexel is e out song on the real rock. Which is me mama me mama me mama me mama. So I was like, pam 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 pam. He was like, alright, that's it. You're good. Next song. And I'm like, that's it. He was yeah. like, yeah. Once you know the notes, you're good. Mm -hmm. We must have went through like ten songs. Mm -hmm. Boom. Got the got the gig. But I don't have no keyboards. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to go rent some keyboards. Yeah. And and I rented some keyboards for quite some time and I went on the road and we were in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. Shashamani owner. We're not even talking about dog plates. Mm -hmm. I call him, I say, yo, I'm about to record e-commerce dubs for you. Yeah. He was like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get you some dubs. He was like, how much? I'm like, man, come on, man. I'm his keyboard player. I'm gonna get it for free. I must have voiced like six e commas that night. Guess what? Yeah. On a cassette. Mm, wow. The, the Shashamani dub on Real Rock Rhythm. Yeah. Oh, no, all this, the first, I think six or seven Shashamani e commas dubs were mm -hmm. all voiced on a cassette. And I went and transferred them on MP3 and sent it to him. And one of the, one of the Real Rock is, what what do them on the real rock, which yeah. got one of the biggest forward in, in, in Houston as well. Yeah. Became one of Shashamani anthems in the in the early days then. So like we started doing going on the road. I remember going to Virginia, voicing out for some sound over there. And I would be doing the intro them. Yeah. Because Ikamos rated me so much. He was he was like, yo, African, African, come, 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 come. Just give me an intro, give me an intro. And I'll be like doing my for a while, you know. Yeah. You go to North Carolina and what and one thing is if you really get to know e commerce is such a he's, he's a great guy, man. I think the world just got it, he's the world just got into his demonic, you know, part and just but 
is a man would look out for me. He was like, what do you want? You want some money? Yeah. Mommy good? Mommy good? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what? What do you want? A keyboard? Go and get some keyboard. Here's some money. He made sure all his band members were good. Got you. Because we were his family on the road. What we didn't know, he mm. was going through a whole lot with his actual family. His wife and the record label. And they were, were like dealing with him wicked. I saw all that firsthand. So when I'm okay. seeing it, when I when I'm seeing Ikamo's videos right now, man, I see where it's coming from. You, you understand. know, you get I understand. It. yeah, because he was he was hiding in Brazil for almost two years. Okay, and I was still doing dub sessions for him while he was in Brazil. That was yeah. his way of making money. Got you know, there was there was a time I had to pay for his hotel room in Brazil from here. Yeah, you know, and that's why he raped me so much. You know. He's like, African youth, you're a real youth, man. I say, yo, go and do your thing because now I see what's happening to him. You know, sometimes when you say people are crazy, don't laugh at them, man. You don't know what they're going you know, through. You don't know how they got to this point where you're saying that they're crazy. Because they took his whole family from him, bro. Hmm. Like his kids, his wife, everything. Hmm. And then with the whole rape case and everything, I was all there when it happened. It's very sad to see what this industry can do to you, bro. It's not but, easy. It's not easy. Yeah, so that's when everybody started voicing e-commerce a lot, you know, and when he realized he could really make some crazy money out of this, he's just, mm -hmm. yeah, but like, you know. What? Yeah. yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. Okay, Yo. so then we, what? <laughs> went through, we went through Shasha Marley. Yeah. E-commerce, you surprised, man. I didn't know that there. So then uh, now in 04, 05, you basically said, okay, dynamic. Yeah. But at that time there too, you also had out a song, Sad For You? Sad For You, yeah. I remember a brethren of mine named Slice from mm -hmm. Trinidad. Mm -hmm. Sweet Sop Rhythm just dropped. And mm -hmm. that time I was living in Pittsburgh, still trying to, you know. Mm -hmm. And I remember voicing that dub like, no, not dub, the 45, like, that's that's the time when Auditing was really getting hot. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, one of my brethren, damn, I went to his studio late at night. Mm -hmm. I called him. I woke him up like, yo, man, I got this. Mm -hmm. Yo, I got to get this out like in the morning. Mm -hmm. it, was, it, was, it was a black American guy. So, you know, when I, he's like, he loved the work ethic. To him, yes. it was a new experience because mm -hmm. he's used to a hip hop artist coming up there, staying in the studio, writing and whatnot. And he was like, I ain't got to make you a beat. Yeah, I got the yeah. beat already. <laughs> Ready. He was like, what you want? I just want the vocals. And he was like, that's it. Man, we recorded that thing on Cool Edit. What? Guy, get out of here. Cool Edit. We recorded yeah. that song on Cool Edit. That's CM9. We mix it. And guess what we did? Mm -hmm. We put that joint on, uh, what's that download? On Napster. <laughs> Remember <laughs> Napster? Of course I remember Napster. So whenever you went and typed Sweet Sap Rhythm, yeah. we released it, I think, the same two weeks when the rhythm was released. So everybody thought it was on the same rhythm. <laughs> Yo, so you just rode along with just it? Just rode along with it. But for me, I was just, I was following the whole tradition of counteracting mm -hmm. songs. Yeah. Man, it started getting big. And when when I, I used to go on, uh, remember Kazaa? Of course. When you go download songs, mm -hmm. dude, I will type dynamic 
and I'll see sad for you. And he'll tell me, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And my brethren Slice is the one who put it up there, man. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. And I'm like, but you know, at this time, like you say, I'm, I'm still, I'm a hustler, bro. I'm not, I'm trying to find my, my make a name for myself in this industry. Yeah. Either as a keyboard player or as a producer or as a sound man, something's got to give, you know? So something hit me like, you know, you can do all of that, you know? Mm -hmm. Just find one that's going to bust you out the gate and just run with everything else. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm telling you when I went to to World Clash, I made sure I played one of the rhythms that I, I made. You know what I mean? So, like, it's it's a journey that's been amazing and very blessed, you know, and I don't regret anything at all, man. Yeah. You know, seeing everything, to, to see coming from South Sudan at that time, which was not even South Sudan, it was Sudan because the country divided into two. Yeah. Coming from that as a refugee and in, in Nairobi and then refugee camps, you know, Erie, Pennsylvania, you know, and 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 Pittsburgh and all the places to to work last stage, man. Crazy. Listen to Crazy. me, man. Crazy, it. Crazy, Crazy, bro. You Crazy. know, and, and 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 I'm not the one to try to compare my journey to everybody. I feel like everybody's journey counts. Yeah, everybody's journey is, is worth it. But brother, mm-hmm. you gotta respect everybody's journey as well, man. Yeah. No, when I seen you win um the US Rumble 2018, yeah. and when I seen you grab that trophy and cry, Yo. it's like I felt it in my heart, my soul. That was one of the deepest things I felt in a lot because I felt your jerk. You just holding it, it's like the 1,000 steps you took to get to America, Yo. to get to where you were. I'm even getting emotional. Your soul. I'm getting what? emotional right now thinking about it. Let me tell you when... You know King Fargo? Yeah. Good friend of mine. Yeah. I flew to New York by myself, right? Okay. I stayed over my sister's house. My, I have two sisters that live in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I told Chin, me good. I stayed over my sister's house in Brooklyn. Yeah. So Chin was like, come to the office and come and get your tickets and everything. Mm-hmm. I go to Chin's office. I, took a, I take an Uber by myself. I'm lost. I'm calling Drew, like, yeah, I'm here. And I'm like, where you at? No, no, bro. You in a whole different, yo, you got to come over here. So I get there. I'm nervous. I walk into the Irish and Chin office. The first picture I saw, yeah. baby face pointing at Squingy. Crap. Baby face pointing at Squingy. You know, it, I, I, I think I took a picture of it. Yeah. And then I look at the US Rumble Trophy. Shining, bro. You know the trophy where you can actually look at yourself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. And then uh Iron Voice, mm-hmm. the Rumble Talk guy. He was there, Mitch was we started reasoning and he was telling me, Yeah, man, go and do your thing, you know. Yeah. You know, if it's your time, it'll go, it go work, man. Just do your thing. Yeah. And I spoke with him and I went there to get my tickets, right? Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to leave, but I didn't want to leave because yeah. they were going on air. That okay. was Friday night. I was like, yeah. man, I'm not leaving this place. I'm going to get on that show somehow. Yeah. 
So I hear Chin say, yeah, by the way, we have one of the US Rumble contestants here. I was like, yes, man. Mm-hmm. Started talking and talking. I'm quiet. People are looking at me like, and you know, I'm, I'm the type of person, whenever I'm around people that I don't know, I'm very, very quiet. I don't say anything, you know? Observe the situation. Yes. So they were talking. So they asked me, so what? how you think you're going to do? I'm like, oh, I'll be all right. Mm-hmm. I'm just calm like that. So they started asking me, so what do you think about Banky hype? And I'm like, Bank is going to kill himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just talking and, and they're looking at me like, man, yeah. what do you think about this song? I'm like, we'll see what happened, man. Mm-hmm. Was like, all right. All right. Okay. We're going to see what happened. Yeah. So I went, I left and I went back to my sister's place. So the next day, you do you know you ever met King Fargo? No, didn't meet him yet. You gotta interview him, and he has a very uh, amazing journey as well. Right. We'll make it happen. One of the one of the one of the most down to earth persons I know in the industry. Okay. I told Fargo, your Fargo, John Star. You feel some kind of way, you know. I need some positive uh, energy around me. Let's go get some food or something. He said, yeah, brother, where am I to you? The restaurant closed. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. But, yeah, I just forward. I make all a vibe. So I went over by his place. Mm-hmm. And we were holding a vibe. He was like, brother, where am I to you, man? Are you a clash this man? Because, yo, he was on U.S. Rumble prior to that. Okay. He was like, yo, are you a clash this? Just go up there and do your thing, man. Are you near African, man? I was like, seeing, seeing. You know, it's one of those friends that give you a pep talk, you know? Yeah. And he keep it real, though. He keep it real, but he joke around, too. <laughs> so he makes you laugh. But, you know, I love yeah. I love jokes, man. He busts a few laughs here and there. For a minute, I, I forgot U.S. Rumble was that day. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. It was like, oh, we got to go. So he called one of his selectors, and we went to U.S. Rumble that day. And mm-hmm. when we got over there, I walked into the venue. I was the first selector there. Okay. Because... I was going to make that night my night. Man, bro. Started seeing people coming in, man. Started getting the chills. Hmm. So you're thinking, you hear about these dances, you talk, people talk about it. Remember this? Remember Zod? And I'm like, I want, I want them to talk like that. Yeah. I saw Banky Hype walk in with a New Jersey crew about 20 deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I want war tonight. Mm-hmm. I want to know war tonight. In the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm about to whoop the shit out of this dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to whoop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I see Platinum Kids, and I'm like, they play here every Thursday. So this is their club. Mm-hmm. I see Revolution coming with this BC click. Everybody say, yes, man, I want tonight. Yeah. So me and Ja Mikey were probably the only one that didn't come up there with nobody. Yeah, because he's LA, you're in Canada, I guess. Yeah. So I'm just chilling. So the first round, pick the number, I think I picked number five. Out of how many songs? I think it was five songs. No, six. Okay. Six or or seven songs. Yes, I think, because I remember Platinum Kids played after me. Okay, so you're playing almost second to last. That's where you're playing. Yeah. Yeah. And you see, God, God is so amazing, man. That's when mm-hmm. my laptop didn't work. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have Serato scratch on my on my laptop. Yeah. My laptop cannot 
update to Serato DJ. I don't know why, yeah. but this is not the time to try to get that update. My Serato has always worked with, with the 56, uh, what is it, what is it, 58 something, the Serato mix. Uh, okay. For some reason that night, it wasn't working with that mixer. And you know, when we got there, there was an event prior to US Rumble that had just finished. So they had to string up in like literally 30 minutes. Okay. Before the dance, they were stringing up while people were coming in. Okay. Cause there was an event there before that. Mm -hmm. That's one thing people don't understand. Man. So picking number five, channel star. Mm -hmm. I was like, shit, the clash start. Me and Ajax on the side sit down and fix it. He was like, yo, just update it, update it. Why I am to you? I was like, man. So Irish from Irish and Chin. Mm -hmm. I was like, didn't you have a laptop? He was like, yeah. I was like, let me let me use your laptop. He was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Backstage, mm -hmm. while the dance is going on, I'm putting together a lineup for the for, for the tour. And you know, backstage, all you kill, all you could hear was <laughs> you don't even know what songs is being played. That's true. And I'm like, geez, man. I'm here, revolution getting some forward because they had a Stephen Marley custom for that night. Forward, forward. So when it's my time to play, I'm I'm using a Irish from Irish and Chains laptop. My songs have no cue points. I'm loading up the song. Is playing from the middle. I'm like, oh, oh. Good thing the first round was five minutes. Yeah. And no elimination. So the last three songs, when I, when I start realizing, okay, it's, oh, there are no coupons, I put some coupons and I juggle. They were like, all right, all right, cool. Mm -hmm. I started getting a little boozy and there. And, you know, you can tell all my friends that came to see me was like, damn, man. we seen like Tech Nine. Uh, King Fargo, my good friend Michelle. Michelle is one of my friends, my best friend. She flew all the way from Nashville. Okay. She she plays on a song called Empress Movement. And she was there. She was like, man. She literally almost got in tears, man. Like first round. I'm like, damn. Hmm. So I went backstage. I had my hard drive, man. I started putting a lineup together. Second round. When I was done, I threw up my dashiki. Yeah. Went up there and big up my friend Likuji. Likuji from Kansas City was up there. He was on stage with me too. Yeah. And I was like, yo, just, just follow my lead, you know, whatever, whatever. Because I'm gonna be going on that side on top of the speakers a lot. He was like, go and do your thing. Oh, I feel it like this. I want to you, African. Likuji, ready yeah. for it. And even him, he flew in from Kansas City the same day of the dance. Okay. And he flew out right after US Rumble, went straight to the airport. Man, mm -hmm. backstage, me, I was putting together the songs and he was like standing right there, making sure I get my space. Because the stage, backstage was really small. Okay. You know? So, what? You're African. I got you, bro. And he's, he's, a, he's a Jamaican, but when he go in a Yankee thing, he's a straight Yankee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't worry about these guys. I got you, bro. You do your thing. Let me know what you want. You want some water? What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm we like, good. We got this. It was second round, bro. When I walk up in there with a dashiki, everybody was like, okay. <laughs> so 
I'm looking at the right side of the stage. I see downbeat. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. over. I'm looking over there. I see Father Blunt. Mm -hmm. I see Stereo Five. Some sound man, but mostly I see a lot of new faces that were just like, okay, mm -hmm. make we see what this African have where everybody are talking about. Yeah. Man, I remember I dropped the. The burning spear. Yo, and I made a speech for my Jamaiki. I'm like, you're a Rasta man. Yeah. But me not hear you play them tune, yeah? Yes. Take it, take it, take it, ta, 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 ta. Please, lift up. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, okay, that was, I was like, all right. I said, people, I trick me, trick Irish and chain. You think man like me could have come from Kansas City? You're mostly mad. African. Yes, I remember the speech. Me, yeah. Af me trick them. And guess what? They never have an African in a world clash. Mm -hmm. Me, I go in at that tonight. And I drop the, the Fire King. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a song called Steaming. Mm -hmm. That time, one of the biggest songs in New York. I drop it yeah. as a custom. Mm -hmm. Six shot to the med. Platinum keys, you fist stop shortcut, yo. And then the part where I say, people, who I get a beating? Banky, I get a rascal at African beating, yo. Mm, the whole yeah, place, bliff up. They were like, what the? F That's when I knew I had them. Yeah. All I had to do right now was maintain that. It was one of those dances was, I didn't have to mix from song to song. They wanted to hear me introduce a song and play. Yeah. Introduce and play because every song was getting farther. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, pull up that. Yo, I want to the boy I come up here and play Deep Jahi. Mm -hmm. And I talk about Mana Batman. You see tonight? And I play Mana African, Mikil Sound and send a trophy Ghana Madaland from yo. Lift up the place up, pull it up. Mm -hmm. Come again. And then and now I have my dashiki. There's a part on the song is like a girl alone can touch your dashiki pants. Yeah. Yo. You're, you're kicking out, you're kicking out your yes. legs. <laughs> yes. Forward, forward. <laughs> now I say level. Mm -hmm. And I say, revolution, I chat up him out. Mm -hmm. Is it revolution? One of the songs. I made a speech and I dropped the 20 rebel. To your chatty, chatty, chatty. <laughs> Please mash up again. Yeah. Second round, gone with it. Mm -hmm. And then Third round again, gone with it too. Mm -hmm. Vocals now, or, or the rapid fire. Thank God I picked to, pick, to play vocals. Everybody know when it come to Africans, don't vocals is our our our, our strong yeah. point. Yeah, man, bro. The moment I knew I win that, I won that dance. Mm -hmm. When you go watch the video, when I play the Barry Brown, Far East. Got you. Drum. No more brother, man. Looks my brother. And I pull up the song and I walk up to the big uh Irish and chin uh the banner. I start beating it. Yeah. I started talking to myself, not even on the microphone. You know what I was saying? I was <laughs> like, this is what the fuck you've been fighting for. You got it now. Blap. You know what I mean? No. I was like, yo, right now, nobody could stop me, bro. 
nobody. And I was like, what well, I know? I like, yo, let me play a tune for the woman them. Yeah. All who love woman say, give me them. Everybody's like, give me them. And I drop the Alton Black. I see that cock up on the forward, man. Done And before that, the gunner sealed them back to back. I said, work clash. The Lord is my life. Dashing, dashing, dead. Man, that vocal round must have been one of the best rounds I've ever played, ever. Yeah, no, it was fire. Fire, fire. 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 And I, now, mm-hmm. a little bit before that now, mm-hmm. the round where I dropped the Luciano and Briggy combination. Yes. yes. Instant anthem. Crazy. I had I had voiced that dub probably two years before I even played it. Okay. I've always had it, man. I just yeah. see. It. And it's a it's a rhythm that I actually loop. It's a Dennis Brown rhythm that I looped. Downloaded it from YouTube, looped yeah. it. You know? You're a mad scientist, bro. Man, so <laughs> <laughs> so when Banky Banky played a Luciano and got 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 a nice forward. Mm-hmm. For me, I wasn't gonna go for the big dogs then because I knew they had their uh, Banky. I knew Banky was gonna run out of tune. Yeah, and but people came to see Banky and Platinum Kids. Got you. So I was gonna spoil their party. Get rid of one of them. The other one would follow. Yes, yes. Because throughout the whole night, Banky and Platinum Kids going at it crazy. Yeah. But after the second round, people started easing off from calling me because they were like, oh, this dude is <laughs> on a different speed today. So yeah. I was like, yo, never have an African in a world clash. I'm big up down beating at the house. I, rem- I was just watching that part here today. I was today. like, uh, you inspire me if you voice this. The first combination for the night, Luciano and Briggy. Mm-hmm. When it played, everybody was just listening, okay? But when the part come in, spend a little time and force your dub plates them right. Yo! Listen. <laughs> Listen. And Tony School was right there, man. Right there. The man I shake up my hand and said, yes, yes yo. I, the, I swear, I kid you not. Mm-hmm. Tony School was looking at me like this. He had tears in his eyes, man. Okay. It, it was it was like one of those moments. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying because it was me on that stage. Yeah. It was one of those moments. I could not believe it's happening. We hear about these moments. Yeah. I couldn't do anything wrong after that, bro. And on top of that, I was not taking that to my advantage that I couldn't do it. I was playing good. Harder. Harder. I was I was trying to prove to the world, like, you know what? All these years y'all been going around Africans, everybody's gonna regret that. Yeah. When I say ah you say African, you say world class, African, everybody say world class. Yeah. So when I drop the briggy, somebody mush up the stage, bro. Right. <laughs> Throwing like yo, no, my dance done. And I was like, yo, only thing me done, me not done yet. And then the kid Britain, many more will have to suffer. Oh, right. And then the beanie man, anybody, any, yo, people just like, yo. And then now, the, uh, it came to the, to the last round, which to me was one of my probably 
second weakest run from the first round. Okay. Because it was now me, Revolution, and Jamaica. Yeah. I'm a juggling selector. Mm -hmm. I know I could out juggle them anytime. Got you. I went into my base artist mentality. Juggle to kill. Yeah. Even though it wasn't. Remember, everything is freestyle all this time. Mm -hmm. I saved my Movado for that round. And I saved my Red Fox, which was like a big song in New York. What? Brooklyn Swing. Man, everybody is like, okay. People are preparing for tune for tune. Mm -hmm. But I waited for the moment where I made them call for the lock-off. Got you. You put them in there to make them. Yes. Yeah. I was like, yo, people. I eat, I eat that, you know? Yeah. And I swear to God, everybody started saying lock off. Lock off. And I was like, Chin. Yeah. People. Uno say chin, lock off. Everybody was like, chin, lock off. Uno say it again, chin, lock, chin, lock off. I'm dropping the red fox. Yeah. African swing. In a the, in a the, in a the Bronx, in a me, African swing. In a, in US Rumble. Yeah, and then when I was like, yo, people, me, I drop a big tune now and I drop the, to me, a real African. Yo. Everybody was like this. So when I was done with that round, right? Mm -hmm. One person here said, lock off, lock off, lock, everybody, lock off, lock off. And then it was like, all right, people, who say now? So Jamaica goes to, to play. I see that. He's coming from backstage. I'm pretty sure he doesn't know it was a lock off already, but he's yeah. people started booing him. Mm -hmm. He's like, What's what's going on? It's tune for tune time. Yeah. And Ajax, I guess, went like, yo. I'll say tune for tune on up. Muscle. Nobody put up their hands. I remember. I'll say lock off. Everybody went like this. I funny, funny, funny enough, mm -hmm. the same people that came with Banky. And they kind of, they were all in that. Bro, my heart fell into my stomach. I started tearing up, bro. I like, seen it. I seen it. Man, I was like, because me going to this, mm -hmm. it goes back to what I'm telling you. I was going for the impact. I'm not mm -hmm. going for the win because the win is good. Everybody wants to win, but I want mm -hmm. an impact just in case I don't win. I want to be able to be booked again, bro. Oh, smart. You know, smart. so, but it came with a plus as well. And Chin, I saw, I remember Chin looking at Drew. Yeah. And Drew was like, it's a lock off, bro. Yeah. Bro, I never, never thought in my life it was going to be a lock off. I just went yeah. up there and over the years of practicing and learning and learning and learning and i listen to every audio out there i listen to every interview out there um i love this thing yeah i could tell like i know this i, I, know this. I want to learn so much even to a point whereby when i get on that stage you know nothing is gonna fly over me mm -hmm. man 
after that night, I'm like, damn, I just won. My my sister and Michelle, yeah, the one that flew in from Nashville, was like, man, we're going, we're going for lunch tomorrow, man. We're coming to pick you up, mm-hmm. you know? And then I remember my brother came up there, my brother looking at the trophy, lifting up like, yeah, man, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still like teary, like really like weak because there was a time I jumped from the stage and I almost broke my leg. Hmm. Yes, man. And I'm looking at it like everybody coming out there to congratulate me. Like, yes, African youth. Yes. Love that. Yeah. So now don't beat. Don't beat looks at me and gives me a hug. Like, boy, Chano African. This reminded me of like back in the 80s when you played at Barry Brown. You, it's like you did something to us, yo. And I'm like, this is downbeat, bro. You get it. So I'm like, damn. I didn't know what I did that night, to be honest. Okay. So people started sending me videos on my WhatsApp. Man, I'm seeing different angles of my forwards. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy, man. Yeah. So that's that. And Platinum Kids, even everybody that was on that dance, everybody, like the sounds came and congratulated me and said, yeah, man, big up yourself. Are you a night? Respect. And I was like, yo, so this is how the game is, really. Now my mind is thinking World Clash now. And I started preparing for World Clash right up the next day. Of course, because clearly your mind, you always have a plan. And that's yes. that's why it seems like you always seem to be doing super good in all of these. Where again, it's like what I find with you, you're right. You always bring you always have an impact. You mm-hmm. might not win all the time because it seems to be in tune for tune is where you falter. If you're gonna falter, yeah. that's where you always get down to. But mm-hmm. the impact is always there, just like another clash that was in um Guyana the other day. Uh, yeah. Yes. Again, when you read all the comments, it's the African, the African, the African, the African. To me, I swear to God, I thought you won until I um, watched part five. Yeah. Well, like, he didn't win. But yeah. all the comments are just talking about you. Talk about that. I, I, I definitely have to get a different approach of going to tune for tune. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm still a, I'm a student and I'm learning. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't think as people say that I don't have the dubs for tune for tune. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm always get because I was in a tune for tune in Bermuda. I was down four zero and I won. Okay. Versus young guns. Good son from Bermuda. Yeah, man. Bad, bad. It's, 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 it's a port like the Guyana one. You're not going to beat that guy over there. That guy has yeah. groupies on top of groupies, man. Like It's just not going to work. It's not going to work. You know, and, and it is what it is, you know. And Jamra Cruz, I felt like definitely Warrior had the advantage. But what I didn't like after that is let's go one-on-one and make, make some noise. I think some promoters approached him and he was like, mm, I, have, I have this, I have that, I have that. Oh, cool, no problem. What? I thought yeah. that, would, that would make for the business right now, that would make one of the better tours as some. 
dynamic and where you're on like a two or three different country tour bus? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. I was ready for that. I think somebody from Bermuda had reached out to him, somebody from, and because he, he said, oh, he has, uh, uh, there's some first clash and he also had some other clashes that he's dealing with. I don't think he, he really saw or understood how big a one-on-one versus me would have been. You guys are the perfect matchup. You guys are two non-Caribbean sounds. Mm -hmm. You guys are both hot. You guys are both heavy. And you guys both know how to bring the entertainment. Right. Okay. Yeah, man. And, and, and even with that, I, I definitely, I, I give him his winnings because from that night is, is when I linked up with Jack Scorpio. We're going to, that's where we're going next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, boss. Because getting on a, get, going to Jamaica, I actually got on the ship in Jamaica. Okay. Yeah, because it was so sold out that yeah. some people had to get on it, get on it from Miami and go get off in Jamaica and other people get in and come, come back with it. Didn't know that. Man, it was, it was, man, first time on a cruise, man. Mm -hmm. Walking into the into the into the ship, mm -hmm. the first person I saw coming out is Jack Scorpio. This man that you've listened to on cassette, seeing him on video, seeing him because he you know he's the original stage god. You know that, right? Yes, man. Okay. He doesn't know me. I know him. Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, Father Jack, Wagwan. Yes, Brussels, blessing. I said, I mean, I'm African. Yo, are you, are you, everybody are talking about, are you are going to win it, you know? So go and do your thing, sir. Yeah. You know, the African, what you, like you said earlier. The African, yeah. The Af yo, are you, everybody, everybody are talking about, yeah, man, go and do your thing with them, man. Yo, go check out, yo. I that everybody are come forward for, you know, we come for the clash, you know, we see what I go on. And then doing the clash, man. You know, when you watch the class, right? Yeah. We went to do sound check. Mm -hmm. And uh, before that, Chin is going around the cruise asking, so who do you think is going to win? Boy, nobody's saying my name, you know. Every 90% okay. of everybody saying Mataran, Mataran, Mataran. Because that's his type of environment. Yes, everybody saying Mataran, Mataran, Mataran. Mm -hmm. And like I said, when I'm around people, I'm just quiet. I'm just chilling. You know, I was observing everything. So Mataran came up to the cafeteria. He had like laptop problems or something like that. And I don't know if it was real or not. I think he was trying to intimidate, whatever. <laughs> Mataran was talking throughout this whole time. Yo, I'm able to kick up everybody. Yo, I'm able to do this. I'm able to do that. I'm able to do that. I was like, in, my, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm going to slap the shit out of Mataran today. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I listened to the to the other uh Jamra cruise and I realized Mataran went into his little hey the people don't know like his a little African accent. Yeah. And you're clashing the African. Oh, of course I knew he was gonna try to pull an Afrobeat uh thing on me. Mm -hmm. So you know what I did? I sang those hot Afro Afrobeat songs myself. Listen, okay, I'm glad that you said it. I'm glad that you said it because I knew when I heard you push play from I heard the first word, I said, Hold on, yeah, Dynamic is a freaking super smart guy. I knew 1000% you sang those one because 1, by the way, Mataran have the 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 Joanna song, he that's the original artist he has on okay. dub. he has the Afrobeat, yeah, he has the Afrobeat dub. Mm -hmm. 
But also, remember, Mataran did that before as well, seeing his own doves before. Of course. On the cruise as well. He did dirty wine and stuff also. Okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I'm still building my name. I can't get Joanna on dub. I, I try to link the artist. He was talking about 1500 or something. I don't have 1500 to pay. I was like, yo, fuck it. I'm going to sing this shit myself. 1000%. Man. So. Lion King song of oh, that's obvious. I gotta is people people need to understand Jamra Cruise fans mm-hmm. are experiencing clash for the first time. On that, that's like probably the only clash experience they hear about it, no, but but they don't know the feeling to be in it. Mm-hmm. Now, when you hear them introduce me, no, we did a sound check, right? Yeah. Mataran came up there, everybody's giving their own. Uh, control. Okay. And I picked the one over there because I'm right-handed and I want to go run like this, you know? Smart. And, and I was like the first person at soundcheck. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, soundcheck is in 30 minutes. I was like, I'll wait over here. Yeah. Chilling. Relaxing. I'm on a cruise with nobody by myself, so I'm, I'm not going to link up with anybody. I'm just chilling. Mm-hmm. And we did soundcheck when I played sound sounded good i was like damn this is it right here man so the clash start and i picked to play first yeah i was like fuck man so i don't know anybody on the cruise so i'm like okay let me go change so i'll go backstage to change you know Mm -hmm. i don't have anybody to hold my back everybody backstage i know them but they don't know me person i know i see the i see what's his name Shawnee B. I'm not about to tell Shawnee B to look hold my back for me. I see Steely Bushman. I know them, but they don't really know me, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was this one girl sitting there. I was like, can you please uh, uh, hold on to this? Well, yeah, man, no problem, man. That's where they were like, all right, dynamic. They called me like three times. And I walked okay. up. I walked, that's why they, they couldn't really find me. Mm-hmm. And I walked up there. They were like, oh, okay. I had my little African attire. It was like, this is interesting. Yeah. And then the first song, I was like, straight from Africa, ready if you kill. Everybody was like, ooh. And then when the harmony come in, murder the whole of them. Yo, everybody started lifting up. They was like, yes, man. And then I made the speech in Arabic, which is like, umon kangali junubin magdir wosul mahal lakin alela anafi jamra cruise. So basically what that means is Junubin are the black Africans from Sudan, you know? So basically what I'm saying is they've always preached and told the people that Junubin with the black Africans can never make it anywhere in life. But today I am on Jamra cruise. Got you. So I I say that on, in Jamaica, Umokangali Junubin Magdal Wasul Mahal Lakina Lela Anafi Jamra Cruise or Alela Anafi Guyana. So that's my way of getting loose. Yeah, that's your, it. It's almost like that's you calling the spirits. Yes, man. Yes, man. You get it, man. So when I did that and I was like, Holy man, we like King Selassie. The whole place is Rastafara. And I was like, this is my first time on the cruise. And you already know how African people feel about this shit. <laughs> you know? Anywhere the captain make a wrong move, 
this blood clot gone back of Africa. Everybody yeah. was like, yo, what the hell? Then I dropped the candy man, you know. There's an African mystic. And then when the part Mataran is gone to cry, the whole place lift up, you know. And honestly, if you ask me, I think I beat them the first, second, and third round. If there was any voting system, that would have been a lock off. Okay. You know, but but also, you know, because Panther didn't do well at all. Mataran, I think Mataran underestimated us. Because the energy we were bringing was the same energy Mataran had like probably 10 years ago. You understand. Yes, that, man. That was Mataran's fully loaded days. Yes, yes. And and I knew Mataran could not keep up with that because Mataran came with a Jamaican, uh, is a Jamaican thing, This, which is, it is. Mm -hmm. But most of the people on the cruise were from like Bermuda and Virgin Islands. I heard that part, yeah, yeah. You know, and I took advantage of that. I started playing some Virgin Islands artists, some Bermudan mm -hmm. artists, mm -hmm. you know, and I won the crowd from the get-go, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, to me, the yellow man situation now is, is I didn't, I tried to voice Alkaline, Prior mm -hmm. to that, mm -hmm. and they told me like fifteen hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. And muscle, I'll be honest with you, man. I got some friends back home that are still living very poorly. Mm -hmm. I'm not about to give an artist for an MP3 that's like two minutes, and that money I could have used for my friend to live good for like two, three months. I'm not doing that. No. It doesn't make sense. To me, that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, I rather work with, I want to work with an artist that works with me. And this is no disrespect to Al Klein or anybody. I'm not, I'm just not going to go there, bro. Yeah. Because I know people directly that don't have breakfast, bro. Yeah. No, but I think that's why that speech there hit so hard when you gave them that speech. Say, listen, I'm not spending no $1,500. I'm not. And I mean, that's people that knew that, you know what? You're dead serious. They didn't think this is just a sound man speech or whatever. No, I'm not. Oh, they knew you were dead I'm, I'm not doing that because to me, honestly, and I'll say it even on your show, that's, it's BS, bro. Like, mm -hmm. because this, some of these artists make more money than doctors, man. Yeah. Artists go to a studio for like 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. They can make literally over a Ten thousand dollars? Are you kidding me, man? Simple. And on top of that, most some of them are ignorant towards you, talking to you like whatnot. No, you're not gonna get my money. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. I'm gonna work with the artists that wanna work with me. That's how life is generally. You work with me, I'll work with you. Let's build this together. Yeah, man. So that's why I was like, oh man, when you big up Alkaline, I don't diss no artist, but when you're talking to an African about dancehall. Mm -hmm. Alkaline is not even on the top 1,000, bro. <laughs> I'm keeping it real. So when I dropped the yellow man, yeah. I was like, I'm going to teach you how to speak Africa. That Zungu Zungu part, bro. Crazy, boss. Listen, man, the, 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 the video doesn't show the real forward, bro. We say 
that was like a joke what we've seen on the video compared to what really happened when i jump into the crowd there were people giving forward not knowing i was yeah. in there with them <laughs> by the time they realized they yeah. were like shaking me like yo yeah. Yeah. And when I went on, on stage and I started doing this, it got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. You, I call that the extension clip. You see when you get that <laughs> extension clip forward, bud? Yeah. It's it's totally different. Where, yeah, you get it for a second, but when it keeps going and it gets louder, yeah. extension clip. Because at that moment, people were trying to see, okay, we see a nice intro. What, what do you yeah. really got? Mm -hmm. And then I remember going into the frog rhythm juggling with Kiaputan. The Kiaputans, yep. You know, and and I used the same speech I had used against Panta in Jamaica a while ago. Mm -hmm. I was I was like, any man when I forward that tune, a Panta boyfriend, yo. <laughs> and then I I got like this. Every man got the right to decide this, yo. Place was like wasi wasi. Yeah. And you know. I was and when Mataran played the Afrobeat got a huge forward. He also counteracted my Lion King. Okay. I expected that, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. Obviously, when you're gonna clash an African, the come on. Yeah, yeah. Come on, <laughs> yeah, Lion yeah. King. <laughs> yeah. But I knew I had to. So when 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 he played the Afrobeat, mm -hmm. that's when I was like, yo, you think I'm gonna come from Africa and don't play Afrobeat? You're mostly madman. Worse set in this space here. Yes. And I'm looking at the crowd. Guess what? A lot of people from the Virgin Islands, a lot of people from uh, from Bermuda, mm -hmm. a lot of people from all over. Mm -hmm. And I started bigging up Bermuda. You know, I did it on a, I did it on a, with a way whereby I don't have to say big up Bermuda. Mm -hmm. I just started calling out their names. Yeah. Bermuda. Yeah. This, that, yes. Yeah. I... They, were, they were like, yes, yes, yes. We're here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Tune for tune now. I felt like Matia got a momentum mm -hmm. from Matara not doing good the last third round. Got you. Because Matia played last, right? Mm -hmm. So remember, I played and then Panta was dead, was gone already. Mm -hmm. And then now Matara, he didn't really do too good. Because to me, yeah. I was expecting Matara to go on his fully loaded days. Because now, mm -hmm. This is the time he's about to school us, the young youths, which he could have done easily, mm -hmm. you know? But I don't know what happened. And it was just like, damn. So Matia came and capitalized on that. So going to tune for tune, it definitely had the momentum. Got you. And it, and it wasn't really that I wasn't playing a big tune. I wasn't, answer, I wasn't able to answer him, answer him A, mm -hmm. because when I play, he play, they judge it, right? So that's when I was like, you know what? I got an idea for tune for tune. That's this way after the dance. I was like, let's make it whereby when muscle play first, yeah. I answer him. Then the second round, I play first and he answers me. Got you. So it's always revolving. I revolving. Because yeah. what's, what happens now, the crowd get into, a, into that zone whereby you play this, so yeah. you really gotta play a crazy tune out of this world, yeah, or like a custom, yeah. And that, as far as Jamrock is concerned, mm -hmm. because people are always gonna listen to who, what does he got to answer you with? Yeah, it's almost like they're waiting for the counter, okay? Yes, 
They're always waiting for the counter. What's the and, counter? And, and, and it's not necessarily because the funny thing, and it's not necessarily that I didn't play big tunes either. Mm -hmm. Because what I play, I play Bob Andy, mm -hmm. I play Sugar Minor, I play mm -hmm. Third World, I play, I play some big tunes. You know? Of course, they're big songs. So when people say, oh man, I gotta work on my tune for tune speech, okay. I know that because you gotta, and I learned that quick because. Two, three weeks later, that's when I buck up with Jack Scorpio and, and Rebel Salute. I remember I played first. Yeah. And I flipped it around. Yeah. And then now, between us playing, there was nobody to judge. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, now mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting the swing yeah. of it. You know? Yeah. Because, and the funny thing, after that dance, King Jamis was supposed to clash Black Scorpio on the Jamra cruise. The okay. next day. So yeah. King King Jamis didn't make it. Yeah. So Jack Scorpio invited me and Warrior to come and juggle alongside him the next day. He was like, yo, you don't know, go on, wicked man. Just yeah. me, me supposed to clash Jamie, but you don't know Jamie run. <laughs> no, Blacks. Blacks. As always, Jamie's always wrong. Me don't know why I'm wrong. I'm afraid of me like that. I'm afraid of me, man. <laughs> that's how that's how Jack is. Jack's hilarious, man. He's hilarious. Yeah. So he was like, yo, just forward and make me play some tune, man. Mm -hmm. And then Matty, I guess, he didn't wanna he didn't wanna do it or some for some reason. He just mm -hmm. he said he, he, he he's good. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm not missing an opportunity to play with Jack Scop. You're mostly mad, madman. Mm -hmm. You know? So I went up there. And Izo from Soul Supreme was the one mixing for him. Okay. Yeah, man. And that's the night I learned a lot. I'm like, damn. He was like, right now, people, may I go play some Black Scorpio tune, some tune when we produce and send to the world, you know. Mm -hmm. And he started playing songs that he produced. I was like, what? Yeah, man. He started off with Dennis Brown, Friends mm -hmm. for Life. Mm -hmm. I was like, you produced that? That is yes, crazy. Bro. Yes, bro. I was a student learning that day. Yeah. So I came in and played a little bit crazy. I'm on stage juggling, right? Mm -hmm. Jack Scorpio, Jazzy T, Specs, like these big, big selectors are like, yes, celebrating me, basically. Mm -hmm. Bro, best feeling in the world, man. Crazy. Best feeling. And I'm sitting there like, man. Mm -hmm. I made it, bro. Yeah. So Jack linked me and and we we exchanged numbers. He said, "Yo, I love all your going. Just keep doing your thing and whatnot." Mm -hmm. And throughout the whole ship, African, 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 African. So now, Rebel Salute was the next month in Jamaica, mm -hmm. and Tony Rebel, Tony Rebel's cousin had met me on the ship. Okay. It was like, yo. He had this. He has an English accent. He lives in UK. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm Tony Rebels' cousin, you know. And uh, you know, I'm like, Yo, Tony Rebels, my friend. What are you talking about? Yeah, man, Tony Rebels. We we do a Rebel salute next next month. I want I want him to bring you up there. That that was my chance to to pitch to him, like, Yo, don't play a thing, you know, on the Rebel salute, you know. People don't even know that. No idea. Yeah, boss. Mind you, this whole time I'm trying to tell Tony Rob me, I come up there if you just juggle, juggle. Say, yeah, yeah, we see what I go on. But now after the cruise, Tony Rebel calls me like a week later. Mm -hmm. 
he was like Kennedy, because you know that's my real name, Kennedy. Yeah. Everybody in Jamaica is talking about you, man. I'm like, man, hey man, I think it's time. I'm like, oh man. He was like, yo, let's bring this thing on Rebel Salute. What do you say? I was like, man, yeah. So he was like, who do you want to clash? I'm like, nah, man, let's not do a clash because it's a Rastaman thing. Yeah. Let's do a duplex showcase. Let's showcase some dub. Oh, I like that. I still have the voice notes too. I like that even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. He was like, I'll talk to my friend, Jack Scorpio. In my mind, I'm like, damn, Jack is about to whoop me over, over there. <laughs> so, so he linked me back and he said, yeah, man, Jack Scorpio is good to go. You are good to go. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to label it the, the first ever doublet showcase on Rebel Salute in 26 years. You guys are the first songs to do it. Muscle, listen to me, man. I was like, what? Yeah. It started sinking in when I was at work. And I'm like, man, dude, I grew up watching Rebel Salute, bro. You understand? Listen, you know this. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Then he sent me the flyer. Sean was the Rebel Salute flyer dynamic in the, right in the middle with Jack Scorpio. Bro. Crazy. Everybody's telling me, Bombo Clat. Everybody's saying, wow, wow. And I'm like, we are talking about was a double showcase. Yeah. It then Jamaicans <laughs> come up there to hit to, to hear. No, man. So, yeah. but I didn't want to be the one to boost up the war, you know. Yes. Yeah. So when I went up there, I have my ears out and I'm listening. People say, yo, so are you are you the African? Why me I tell you, Jack Scorpio, you're ready for you. And my name is Foundation. You bet, yo, make sure, make, make sure, make sure you're ready, you know, little boy. And this is like big artists, big band members. I go backstage, Rebel Salute, crazy experience, man. There's a big, big uh, screen. People actually watching what's happening on stage. Okay. I turn like this. Jamaican Prime Minister. God. At Rebel Salute, doing interviews, talking. I'm looking like artists all over the place, man. That time, they just hear about the African, they know what I'm going. Lady G, my good friend, mm-hmm. Louis Culture. When I saw those two, I was happy. Yeah. I Yo, Louis Culture is my favorite DJ, bro. Okay. My favorite DJ is Louis Culture. Louis Culture's been bad from time. Been bad. I don't think he get the respect he deserves, no, you know? No, 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 no. Lady G is a sweetheart, man. Lady G, my good friend. Mm-hmm. Lady G came and gave me a hug. Said, baby, you, you got it, man. Go and do your thing. Lady G is a big fan of Dynamic, bro. Okay. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, like, so I'm like, okay. And it started raining, bro. It started raining like crazy, yeah. Yeah. Martima, you know, Martima, the artist, yep. mm-hmm. is performing and it's raining. And we were supposed to clash at 12, 11 30. Okay. So this, I see them started covering the, the speakers. 
like, man, I guess we're not going to clash, man. So, mm. fuck. And then it stopped raining. Mm. And then they were like, we're going to keep the, the, the stage show going because we don't know how people are going to react to you guys and we don't know what you guys are going to do. So what we're going to do, we're going to bring the mood back a little bit and then you guys forward in. Man, Hope Tan James come up there, bro. Yeah. The first song, it's hard to be a better nation. Mush up the place, man. Okay. Hope Tan James, next thing, 20 Tough. Mm-hmm. Well, mush up the place. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, man. And I'm, I'm right next to the stage. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. So they were like, yeah, man. Right now, this is the moment we all been waiting for. Mm-hmm. We're gonna bring up special guest MC if you deal with it. Here comes Muta Baruka. Bro, muscle all this time. I mean, I'm in like dreamland, bro. A one thousand percent agreed, bro. I don't know what the hell is happening. Like, what? <laughs> Jack Scorpio up there, like, yo, yo, bro, Africa, you ready? Yeah, man. Yo, what, brother? Make sure you ready, you know, because Jomia got this, you know. And I'm like, man. So I go up there, I did my, first they told us we're going to play for 30 minutes. So I thought I'm going to play for 15, and he was going to play for 15. That's why I ended up playing the first three songs by myself. You're right. I didn't know it was tune for tune. So Muta was like, yo, we are doing a are tune for tunes. Oh, sorry, so go and play two songs. He said, no, man, no, man. Then when I played the Yellow Man, Jack made a speech. He was like, how will you make Yellow Man? Yes. That tune that worked for you upon the ship, but this yes. I know the ship. <laughs> yo. Yes, yes. That was my chance to turn mm-hmm. that into a little clash. Yeah. I was like, okay, good. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, I did my research on um, Black Scorpio. I remember Fire Links had killed Black Scorpio on the on the Boom Clash, but okay. it was Black it was Jack Scorpio's son. The guy who was mixing was the one yeah. playing. Got you. So my my plan was like, when I get him where I, I want him to be, <laughs> I'm gonna call out the son. <laughs> Classic <laughs> moment. Classic moment. So. Funny. So I'm I'm watching the way vibe is going. I realize their their pitch tempo of their songs is very slow. So their dubs have no vibes. Yeah. <laughs> My tempo is like plus six. Fire. So when when he made the speech about Yellow Man and he played the assassin. Yes, yes. Big forward. Yes, yes. And yes. he started doing this. Mm-hmm. The whole <laughs> players lift up. Just go up here, rush him like a pit bull. Miss forward. Yes, yes. People yes. like, yes, man. Because now you also have to understand at the end of the day, Jamaicans are like, Jack Scorpio is representing them. Yeah. But with me, from playing keyboards, being an artist, being on stage, I'm comfortable. You can get the biggest forward, 
I'm I'm all right. I see that. So I let the forward calm down a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so Jack, we in a war, mm -hmm. and you're talking about pit bull. When African go in a war, we left all of the pit bull and the donkey them at home. A gun we bring yeah. a war. <laughs> Yo, they drop the ninja man. Look yeah. on the face of the ninja man. That one of them said, you like weapon? So I I switched it around to whereby I became the person that people are waiting to hear the answer. Remember, I played first. You played first, yeah. yeah. So I, I flipped that around because I realized, okay, they're kind of slagging off a little bit and their tempo was kind of... At the, the moment he made the speech about uh, we make yellow man, yeah. that tuner work for you upon the cruise, but this is Jamaica... You knew where it was going. I knew where it was going. It was just a matter of, man, I'm not, I'm not gonna let this person beat me on this stage yeah. while I, I already know, mm -hmm. I get, I'm getting all these write-ups. I'm getting people already looking at me like, man, people are gassing up this guy. What you know, what is he all about? But people are not looking at the fact I actually work to get there. So, he plays the Everton blender and. John Wayne. Mm -hmm. Yes. Hang them. Yes. And it's kind of dragging. And mm -hmm. I came back and said, bad man at Tabo, Gonya Tabo, hang them. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was kind of just using everything he was doing and kind of flipping it around. You know, just and and I just started running with it, bro. And then I got to a point whereby I, I was getting so much forward, I was like, okay. I was like, me don't, you know, say me don't kill Scorpio. I did little youth, me I go kill no. <laughs> All this time, people are looking at me like, this African got some serious nerves. Yeah. But they're not thinking, I have experienced a little bit in this. Mm -hmm. And because if you know what was kind of risky, because remember, you're at Rebel Salute with mm -hmm. this type of crowd. When you brought in the gun and all those stuff, that could have yes, it could have backfired on you. Backfire, yes, but yeah. also remember, Ninja Man is a beloved artist. Yeah, and he's in jail. Yeah, and I make sure the dub wasn't cursing. Makes sense. And then I went and put on my face like this, the stage performance yeah. and whatnot. It kind of solidified that. But trust me, oh yes, I know exactly what you were thinking because mm -hmm. people are like, "Yo, they might bring the gun thing on you." Mm -hmm. But I was like, "Yo, whatever." So yeah. when, when, when I called out his son, I knew his son was going to try to step in. And the moment I saw him walk from the turntable, I was like, yes. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Mm -hmm. He was like, no, no, go, so what not? And then he played a Nicodemus that didn't get a big reaction. Mm -hmm. So he was like, see, man, oh, yo, this have nothing to do with, with my son. Where I call my son? That's where he went wrong. Yeah, he should have just let me and the son deal with it for the rest of the night. Maybe he would have found some energy and killed me, you know. Yeah. But with him now going back and whatnot, it kind of made me the underdog, and people always go for the underdog. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it's so crazy talking to you after the fact because again, I watch all of these, I listen to them, and I know play per. Play for play what was happening, but mm. to hear what's in your mind while the play is happening, yeah, 
that's the amazing part there because clearly what you're doing now, it's not a, you figured out, it's not a tune thing. You know what I mean? This game here is not a tune. This is about performance and impact. You know what I mean? And then tune you layer on top of that. You got to, muscle, you got to think of all the sounds that got tunes, like the cataracts, all the, I mean, dude, look at, look at Mighty Crown. When's the last time they clashed? They have all the tunes in the world, bro. Look at Jaro, bro. Yeah, we can never have tunes like them, guys. Mm -mm. Then you start look, looking like, okay, maybe it's not really about tunes. Tunes is good to have, don't get me wrong, but presentation is key, you know. And 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 I remember coffee. Mm -hmm. Coffee. I was one of the first first people to voice coffee. Okay. And and. and I was like, I'm gonna play coffee on this stage because coffee was here on that stage last year for the first time I mushy it up. And now she's an international artist. Mm -hmm. And when I dropped that coffee and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go into my little sky juice mode. That's when I did the whole thing. And that to me got bigger power than the dub itself. Performance. Yes, performance, yes. And then now, let me show you something, bro. Mm -hmm. Everybody knew what happened that night. Mm -hmm. But to me, I would have been an asshole and be like, yo, I'm me winning up. I want to hear me win. I'm the one who told Muta Baruka, don't vote. Yeah. Muta look at me and say, what? Say, no, man, don't vote, man. Mm -hmm. We're good. Because everybody knew what happened. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make an impact. Because on stage was there, mm -hmm. biggest outlet in Jamaica, mm -hmm. media outlet, and all my songs got forward. Mm -hmm. I'm already a winner. You know, I'm on Rebel Salute streaming millions of people across the world, bro. Yeah. Like, that's why everywhere I go, mm -hmm. I tell them, yo, I'm a refugee. I don't think people really understand what that means, bro. You, you see, your, your story is so impactful, boss. You know what I mean? Because, again, people, that's why you continue to tell them I'm a refugee and stuff. Just yeah. to tell them, say, listen, anybody could be standing on this stage where I am right thank now. Thank you. Thank you. You get it. That's why I'm saying anybody that, bro. Anybody could be standing right here right that's now. That's why I'm saying it. That's why I'm saying it. People are like, I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to use that to get forward. No, I'm telling you, listen, bro. I am a refugee. Mm -hmm. I'm not supposed to be here. I'm bro. not supposed to be here, bro. But I am. Muscle, let me tell you one thing, bro. I'm not even going to talk much about this. Mm -hmm. You see, growing up in refugee camps, mm -hmm. half of these people will not make it out of there, bro. I got you. We literally sleep with one eye open. Mm -hmm. You don't know if you're going to wake up in the morning if you close your eyes. You don't know where your next meal is coming from. This is not just talking, bro. We used to wake up in the morning and literally go look for a place to take a shit, bro. We used to eat like this, these birds. That was our meal. We go look for, hunt for birds and eat them, bro. You see a man come out today with like, like with his hand with like 10 birds selling them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not going to hide and talk, man. We have to find a way to, to, to leave. You get in a bus from the refugee camps going to, to, to the city, 
The bus had like 30 people. By the time it gets there, it has five people. Because these people called the shifters, which the world know now knows them as the Somalia pirates. Got you. The man them used to trouble us, brother. They used to kidnap people and shoot them in front of us. You see, you know how much people are seeing they get killed in front of us, bro? Hmm. Brother, me, I tell you, man, that's why when, when you see me cry at, 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 at US Rumble, man, listen to me. He started reflecting like, bro, you're not even supposed to be here, man. That's why I'm telling you, dynamic. I felt that on a completely different level. I'm talking outside of sound. I'm talking as a yeah. I felt that to my core because I knew what was going through your mind when you were holding that trophy. This man. Is I'm not supposed to be here, boss. Bro, it's 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 crazy because my brother that day, that was the first time my brother came into any of my clashes. Mm-hmm. And I told him, bro, whatever you do, I want you there. Yeah. Some spirits told me something special was gonna happen. Yeah. Something. And when my brother was there, it's my big brother, my my blood brother. Yeah. He looked at me and was like, Man, so you've been doing all this without me even. Mm-hmm. You've been going through all this by yourself right now. Mm-hmm. You can't tell my brother nothing about dynamic sound. Yeah, <laughs> my brother will fight you. Yeah, my brother is the biggest clash fanatic ever. He start realizing, yo, I'm not gonna leave my little brother out there on his own. Sometimes my brother will hit me up like, yo, check your bank. I put some money and go get some dubs. Whatever you can get, go get it. Yeah, my blood brother, yo, that's the best feeling in the world, bro. Mom, bro, and it's. It's just to see what you've been doing and how you really make that breakthrough. And a lot of people think it's an overnight thing, Brad. This it's is not, a, man. 13, 14, 15, 20 years in the making to get this one year that's been going on so good. This two years that's been Yes, good. yes. And 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 to me, I'm not gonna let nobody stop it because I am one of many, bro. Yeah. Not only in Africa, in Canada, in Bro, let me tell you the craziest thing, right? Profit from Superfresh. Yeah. I told Profit, bro, get on Canada Rumble. Mm-hmm. I said, brother, that stage is not bigger than, no sound is bigger than any stage in this world. Get on that and do your thing. Because the way the business are going right now, if you're not making no noise, you're going to be left behind. You don't exist, bro. And And, and I'm not saying that I told him to go out in there, but I kind of was like, yo, they, they started seeing what it, it, it can do. Yeah. You know, it's not like the, we don't know each other. We know each other a long time, but now it's like, bro, you got to get on that stage and run with it, brother. Yeah. Yo, when I got on Lady V from V Rocket, man, I love it. Lady V look at me after, after World Clash. And she was like, Jano, brother. So all this thing I'm hearing is not, it's not a makeup thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, I love how you play a song. You just have to polish up a little bit, but you have it, man. Yeah. I was like, yo, you see, when you, when you hear veterans like that, m- mind you, I've gone through downbeat uh, talking to me, mm-hmm. going through uh, Puma. I, Puma is somebody I call all the time for advice, man. You know, help, you know, uh, downbeat. All the Jack Scorpio, mm-hmm. man. I'm starting. I started looking at it like, man, bro, is 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 a powerful force really pushing me forward 
And I'm praying that people really open up their eyes and realize the world really needs us to be out there, bro. Yeah. Because, brother, muscle, I went to Japan, like I told you. Mm -hmm. I walk into the dance. Somebody brought me a South Sudan flag. Yeah. In Japanese. In Japanese. Wearing a dashiki. Bro, yo, when I tell people this, they think I'm joking. I'm like, bro, this is insane, (laughs) man. In Japan, whoever thought that sound business did that, bro. Like, like when when I tell you about this whole thing about refugee camps, mm-hmm. brother, I with Tupac has a song called War. We trade war stories. We outlaws on the rise. Yeah. Man, I used to listen to that song all the time. Remember, we trade war stories. We are telling yeah. each other about the wars we've been through, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, man. So when I'm not the type to 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 step out and 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 bring the whole bad man thing and this and that brother i just want to play music because music saved me man if it wasn't for music i would not be here man dynamic i understand 10 million percent bro 10 gazillion percent you know and you could you could feel that passion when you're actually playing and that's really what it comes down to because if a lot of people don't even notice you're so you have your set so tight that you don't even use headphones. I don't. You know what I mean? And I tell you, until I said that right now, I get I guarantee you 95% of the people had no clue that's what's going on. I've I, never cl- I've never clashed with headphones, bro. No, you don't. You don't. You know what I mean? Because, you know, that three seconds would slow you down to take it off and put it on. Forget all that. Q talk guard. Q talk guard. Q talk. Never because my whole thing, nobody practices like me, bro. Yeah. I pra- today. I practice for like probably an hour before I got on 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 the. My whole thing is always trying to find ways to. I clash myself all the time, and you know, and you know what I did also. Mm-hmm. I, I I go listen to like a bass like the world clash with like Mighty Crown and Bass Odyssey, mm-hmm. and I would put myself in those rounds. Mm-hmm. I'll say when I listen to Mighty Crown, I say, okay, I'm the one playing next. How would I play? What would I counteract? So I put myself in those situations. I've been in the mirror before making a speech and say, no, that don't sound right. Mm-hmm. And I still do that because it's always room to improve. Okay. Because once you get on that stage, man, it's, there's no room to for mistakes, bro. And remember, it's just straight adrenaline and autopilot. Because even though, yeah, you practice all of this good stuff, when you're looking at yourself, and that's cool. But once yeah. you hit that stage, it's a totally different ballgame. Where and, what I thought I was going to say, when I pick up the microphone, talkerphone, or whatever you want to say, yeah. it's a completely different stuff that's coming out of my mouth because at that moment there, what's going on? Yeah, but people, people want to be entertained, bro. 100%. And this generation, they're very impatient. Mm-hmm. That little three seconds can mess up your whole round. Get to the point. Yeah. And remember, mem- all right, remember one thing. When, let's say me and your place are on, right? And then you make a speech. You say, dynamic, run that tune. Mm-hmm. If I don't run that tune, the moment you say run that tune, those two seconds, three seconds, you got to hear a boo. Come on. Remember, it's just one, two, mm-hmm. three. 
Boom. 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 <laughs> That's the generation we live in. So you yeah. gotta be on point and 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 you gotta practice, bro. Mm -hmm. You gotta practice and you can. The best thing I ever heard is don't get ready when it's time to get ready. You get it. Don't get ready when it's time to get be ready when it's time to go. You're ready. Yeah. Be ready. Stay ready. Stay, ah, stay mm -hmm. ready. So I go and, and thank God I've voiced all my dubs. So I know my dubs like the back of my hand. Got it. I, 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 and I, like I say, practice, bro, practice, 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 practice. That's why it's not that I don't want to bring anybody on the team, but I want to bring somebody that's ready mm -hmm. to, 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 for my speed as well. You know, I think you have a good formula right now. If you put somebody else in, it mm -hmm. might, it might, it might enhance it, but it right. might also break it. So I think right now, the trajectory that you're on right now, mm -hmm. stick to your formula. Stick right. to what you're doing. Stick to what you know works. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll do this. No headphones. I can say that three seconds. No problem. Whatever you need to do, just keep doing that right there because yeah. right now it's completely working. Before Mine's I get cool. you, before I get you out of here, I want to know yeah. what you have coming up for 2020 because I know before all of this COVID and stuff, I'm pretty sure I heard Jack say you guys are supposed to go on a Japan tour, no Africa yeah. tour, and all those stuff there. So, what what do you think you're going to have coming up after all of this is done? I pitched him a business plan. Yeah. I pitched him a business idea. I said, yo, let's go on the road, man. Let's yeah. take this show on the road. We yeah. we just played on one of the biggest stages in Jamaica. Yeah. I was gonna make my links in Japan, mm -hmm. in Europe, and it was just gonna be me and him flying in there and basically give the people what happened in Jamaica, but it's just two of us. Yeah. Business, bro. Like yeah. I, I, I don't care about anything else. I just wanted to do business, but I was booked for a lot of events that I don't really want to say it because you know mm -hmm. I really feel bad. I'm not gonna be on it now, but hopefully I'm gonna be on them next year because you know the contracts were signed and everything. Mm -hmm. So, but it was some major, major events, like yeah. crazy major events, and and I'm so glad that. I'm at a point whereby people are okay with me being on that big stage, yeah. you know? And then, of course, uh, I'm, I'm playing on Jamrock Radio too. I'm trying to exercise the radio stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm loving that. But I produced a song for Mr. Vegas. Okay. Produced a song for Busy Signal. Uh, I, I'm doing some stuff with Dwayne Stevenson. Okay. I just, yo, bro, it's like, like you say, my I'm I'm not I'm this quarantine is not gonna stop my hustle, man. I'm I'm constantly in the studio working, you know? Yeah. And 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 like I honestly 2020, I kind of scratch it off already, man. It's yeah. it's gonna be a while before people really get comfortable around everybody. Yeah. And 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 that's really gonna take a miracle for people to even be together somewhere. Mm -hmm. So for 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 right now is I I'm, I'm, I'm doing some production. There's a choir from Kenya that I just voiced on my new rhythm. It's a, it's okay. a, and because the gospel market is huge in Africa. Beyond. Crazy huge. Thank you. And I'm a, I'm a business person. so <laughs> You don't have to tell me that at so, all. So, you know, I'm like, I, I reached out to this choir. I saw them on Instagram. They were mm -hmm. doing this song. And I'm like, man, you guys sing reggae? I was like, yo. Mm -hmm. 
I want to I wanna produce that song for you guys. I want to lick back over the rhythm and do it. They were like, ah, right, cool. This was like probably a year ago. Mm-hmm. They just sent me the vocals last week because yeah. they're in the village. It's like, you know, we had to get it right. And mm-hmm. I kept sending them the rhythm and finally we got it right. And I got this. It's a rhythm that's going to feature just local art- artists from Africa. Yeah. And because... I want to use the platform I have right now to push those great African artists that are very talented, by the mm-hmm. way, you know, mm-hmm. to, to kind of share the spotlight with them and let them do the thing. And then last but not least, I, I grew up in a place called Kawangware in Nairobi, right? Mm-hmm. So next to us, there's a place called Dagoretti. Yeah. And there's this female rapper, sick. Her name is Murasta. Okay. But she's like probably yeah. 20 years old. Mm-hmm. When she raps, you think she's yeah. from New York. Gangster, like a young little king. Okay. And she's actually an MC for a sound down there in Kenya. <laughs> yeah. So what it's like she she's well, she she's raps on the sound, mm-hmm. you know. So I reached out to them because you know, I'm from that neighborhood as well. And they to me, I'm I'm the guy that made it. So when I reached out to them and what's so crazy, I started introducing her to what a dub plate is. Yeah. It didn't take me less than 30 minutes for her to understand. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, send me the lyrics for your song and I'm going to send you back how I want you to do it. Oh, she was like, oh, and she actually started correcting me. Yeah. Like, no, no, don't say that like this. I would rather say it like this. I'm like, oh, see, now you get it. Now, now you get it. She's going to the studio for the first time to voice her first duplate next week. And she's yeah. going to voice it on a, uh, on one of our beat, of course, and do a video. And I'm definitely going to send it to you. Maybe you can even showcase 100%. it. First time doing duplate, yeah. young, ambitious artist. My whole thing right now, I think I'm at a point whereby I, wanna, I want everybody to look at dynamic, but I'm going to move a little bit. I want you all to look at these people as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not only back home, like, bro, there's, there's a lot of great selectors in the world, man. You know? And I'm not the one who's always been about, oh, it's all about me. I like yeah. to share that, that, that spotlight. You know, of course, you gotta, you gotta push the brand, yes, but yo, your selfishness yeah. is not gonna take you nowhere, man. No. So that's kind of what I'm doing, man. Yeah. Dynamic, it's been such an amazing Mm. conversation boss amazing listen i had a whole heap of different questions you know but the direction that this went man you can ask them i'm one thousand thousand percent satisfied because really what i was looking for because we talked to a lot of people yeah i seen when you were on with polly earlier you were in your joker mode man you were were killing your jerry springer mode is crazy especially (laughs) when you bring out the beer Buddy, I don't know what you're doing with a beer. <laughs> I have no clue, my boss. That's a year. Yeah. Whatever you do with the beer, yeah. are you with that? All right. Yeah. And I yeah. knew that you were in that zone. But then when we really got to sit down, it's like, okay, now I'm not speaking to dynamic, really. I'm now speaking to Kenny. You yeah. understand? And yeah. there's a real big difference. And that's what I was looking for. And that's what I found. I'm telling you, I'll, I'll tell you again. When I watched the end of US Rumble, the 2018 one, right. and I, I seen the raw emotion, it's like it almost like when you touch it, it's like 
electrified. It, I don't know what it did to you, but you could see that was a different emotion. I said, yeah, man, yeah. that's what I need to get to. You yeah, know Michael, what I mean? it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a surreal moment, bro. And yeah. those moments, you can't hide them. No matter mm -hmm. how hard mm -hmm. you try, you mm -hmm. can't hide mm -hmm. those moments. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. even the even, even more powerful situation is when when people that came out there not routing, not 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 there for you, basically saying, Yo, big up. Yeah, do your thing, man. You and, won them over. Yes, man. And 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 like that's that's just me right there, bro. I yo, yeah. I can laugh all day, but mm -hmm. there's time and place for everything, you know what I mean? And, okay. and 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 I, I respect everybody's journey and I'm my here's my thing. I'm gonna finish it like this. Mm -hmm. I am a student of this. Yeah. And I am very far from where I want to be. Okay. Because I still cannot draw a whole stadium. Mm -hmm. I still cannot feed my whole village the way I want to. Mm -hmm. I still can't do, you know, I want to get to a point whereby we don't have to talk like that. Mm -hmm. Me, you, anybody else in the world. I want us to be able to say, yo, my people, them good, man. Yeah. My people, them friends, them good, man. And and I'm I'm my all these things you see me hustle and everything is all to just build South Sudan, bro. Yeah. Simple as that, to build mm -hmm. South Sudan. That's when 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 they told me to represent US, I had no problem with that. I'm like, whatever it is to get South Sudan on that stage, if I gotta be a Canadian today, let's go. As long as I could say and do what I'm doing out there. Yes, man. That's why I, I I've never really understood how people I'm not gonna fight for US like mm -hmm. or, or, or because bro, there's that person back home gonna be like, man, mm -hmm. you I'm your cousin, man. Like, what's up with us? Yeah. Where's the South Sudan flag, bro? Yeah. yeah. That that question, mm -hmm. if it doesn't hurt you, something not right with you, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's a deep, it's a deep one. It's a it's heavy a, one. Because to them, they don't understand why you are on there representing US. Yeah, they're just looking at you like you are one of us, mm -hmm. and and even though you try to explain, to, they take stuff like that personal because they've been through a lot, man. They've yeah. been through like, yo, my people don't even know what it is to to be a first class citizen. Mm -hmm. You know, they've been through all this, like they, we don't even have heroes. You know what I mean? That we okay. can look up to. So like, yeah. we got an independent. Our independence was in two thousand eleven. That's only nine years ago. That's a yeah. brand new. That's a brand new country. Bro. Yeah, man. So when you see me doing all this hustling, and trust me, they better be lucky that I'm 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 slowing down because yeah. I'm ready to go, man. Uh, you didn't squander your chance, boss. I see. Never, you. never. And it's, it's it's so amazing to see the journey, boss. Respect, amazing. man. Uh, amazing. You know what I'm Mark my words. I'm a, I'm gonna get you the dynamic headphones, bro. I believe you. I I'm believe you, yeah, bro. I believe you more than you know. You know, what I mean, we're rooting for you. You have brought a new energy, a new perspective. You basically helped update the Sound Clash arena and mm. music too, because that's just still twenty percent of what you do is Sound Clash. You still have another eighty percent. I'm a producer. I'm a this. Yeah. I'm a that. I'm, you know, what I mean. So then, that's just part of what you do. You're mm. part of that new crop that's actually helping to propel it into wow. 2020, 2022 and on. You know what I mean? Respect, man. Respect, Dynamic. Bro. It's been an amazing conversation. Respect, Listen, man. We've been talking for almost three hours. I haven't 
The only person I talked to for this long was Specs, and we did it in two days. I've never sat down and spoke to somebody one straight. Mm, that is hours. crazy. No, 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 no. And there's it's more to be talked about too. That is crazy. We didn't, we didn't touch. No, I'm telling. I had a different set of questions, but mm. it's just where the interview went. I said, no, nah, man. I like where it is here. So yeah. we definitely got to catch up again. You know what I mean? In the meantime, leave your contacts where people can check out anything you're doing. Yeah, man. Uh, dynamic on social media, mm -hmm. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. D Y N A M Q, just the way it's written right there. Yeah. At dynamic. And then I've, I have dynamic.com and I have my merchandise. Ruka R U K A is my little clothing line that's going to be coming up with. And yo, it's 2020 really dealt with us wicked because this is the year I was going to take the first ever. Sound fest to my country, right by the River Nile, the Great River Nile. You know, okay, yeah, yeah man. But you know, maybe it's time for me to prepare even more for 2021. You know, you understand. We're gonna go back to see where the crocodile came from. Oh yes, of and course, I the River Nile, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dynamic. Thank you so so very much, my brother. Respect, all right? bro. Yeah, Big man. Big up yourself. Stay safe and all that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle, and this has been another. Two Line Music Cuts Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com.